Xbox Nation, welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. This is Double Barrel Gaming, your number one source for all of your gaming news, reviews, and hot take opinions. We have an outstanding uh, show for you today. We actually have a guest joining us. Uh, again, one of the things that Mrs. Boomstick and I strive to do is introduce new voices to the community and we do have one here joining us today from game pass daily on twitter retry what's going on brother welcome to the program i know that you said you've been lurking yes. and we've seen you in the <laughs> chat for many many years yeah uh, first of all welcome and you know why don't you give the community uh you know a quick uh synopsis if you will of sure. who you are and what is game pass daily so game pass daily i'm retry uh great to be here i've been lurking for years as you said and uh i this is this is my favorite podcast um so i'm super excited to be here guys um so it was game pass weekly not that long ago but someone contacted me and said hey you're making content every day shouldn't it be game pass daily so i changed it <laughs> right after i was on the podcast with uh dave actually on his outbreak podcast but so basically what i'm doing is because i kind of think um xbox and microsoft aren't that great at advertising and marketing and i wanted to make something specific to game pass and just tailor it everything to game pass so i have a show every week that comes out on tuesdays on twitter TikTok, and youtube that is uh game pass weekly and that's where that came from and uh throughout the rest of the week i also tell you guys what is coming to game pass what's leaving game pass uh we talk about xbox ultimate perks and everything that comes with game pass and its totality including breaking news if anything is popping up with abk or basically anything anything to do with game pass i'm trying to basically be the idle sloth of game pass is my is my goal at least that is a that is a high mark because idle sloth, as you know you've heard me talk about him he is the, yes. uh, the xbox internet sleuth if you will so to uh to rub elbows with that in regards to giving us the info on game pass is a tall task but it is I i'm convinced say, i'm convinced must... he is not human though yeah i don't know how i don't know how he does what he does i don't know if he's got a team of people or what but he's on everything in seconds it's yeah he's a he's an awesome resource so shout out to idol's law yeah I, I will say the dark knight the world's greatest detective does not have anything on the idol sloth when it comes to yeah. gaming news uh, and opinions because he yes he is you're right he does drop it uh like it's hot as the kids like to say but listen yeah. uh it's great to have you here it's great that you are providing a service to the community about giving us the updates on Game Pass, and you are correct in saying so. Uh, one of the shortcomings, unfortunately for Xbox, is the two M's. Uh, and it's shocking to me that a company yep. that big, that does have unlimited resources, 
don't uh, really push the, the envelope when it comes to the two M's. And the two M's I'm talking about is marketing and messaging. Um, these are two things specifically in Game Pass um, that I wish that they would um, reach out to some content creators. You know, yep. you know, make make some deals with us to get us out there to help push it because I, a lot of the times, yep. uh, uh, you know, uh, and I and I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, you know, we do more advertising and marketing for their their yep. wares than they do. Hundred percent. Like and, and unfortunately, Retri, um, uh, you know, you're out there. You're out there every day putting out some great, great posts on Twitter, and obviously. If you'd like to be up to date with what Retri's doing on Game Pass Daily, I, all of his information will be in the uh, the show notes. All you got to do is two clicks. Click to his YouTube channel, click it again to sub, and then go back to Twitter, click it, and then click one, one, one more time to follow. Um, but listen, we're going to get to you on some big opinions later on, but let me introduce sure. the rest of the panel. First of all, Mav, brother, welcome back, dude. How are you? What's up? How's it going, everybody? I was afraid I wasn't going to be in here in time because my PC was acting slow AF. Um, I hate PCs, but I am here ready to rock. Um, been a while uh, since I've been here on a Tuesday, so uh, looking forward to it. We got Justin here. I uh, got to um, podcast with him a little bit on your uh, Thanksgiving show. Yes, a little awesome. bit. But uh, I want to say again, uh, congrats now that I'm actually on here on Xbox Factor. Uh, welcome to the panel, bro. And oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to the show. Boom. Um, I, I see your a gameplay here on the screen of, uh, of my, Dirt. one of my favorite games from a couple of years yeah. ago. Dirt, Dirt Five. Uh, yeah. Absolutely love it. Uh, and you know, we'll give a, a quick shout out to Pong Soul, who unfortunately isn't here, but he dropped some info uh, that the ten-hour trial of yes. the new need for speed unbound is available in ea play uh, i have to download it yeah. um i cannot wait to play it i bought it because of the ridiculous you know like artwork that yeah that he said he thought was going to bother him but actually doesn't um I can't it's wait really to get... good man i've been playing for like oh, that's what i was doing before it. the Excellent. show yeah so i actually if you buy the um the seventy nine ninety nine edition, you actually get the full version right now as well. I, I bought that's the one, that's the version I bought. Yeah, then mm -hmm. you got it. Boom. Then you already oh, have access to the whole game because you get three days early access. But also, if you're just a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, you do have the ten hour uh, trial via EA Play. But yeah, I've been enjoying the hell a hell out of it this this morning. Um, I was really nice. looking forward to this game, and um, it's actually I met or maybe even exceeded my expectations uh, so far. Ooh. Nice. I'm only like an hour in, so I can't like say too, like too much. Yeah, but you know what? what uh, is, with these, know? with these, especially in the last couple of Need for Speed games, Mav, uh, you kind of knew right from the start that this game sucked. Uh, if you, if you, yes. if you're getting those feelings of maybe old school Need for Speed, and you know, it's crazy. It's a blend, man. It's yeah. a blend. It's almost like uh, for me, the handling feels kind of like Hot Pursuit, like. Okay. But the uh, city, I gotta say, so far the most impressive thing is the graphics. Yes, and the trailers and all the stuff. I think people were really distracted by the colorful animations and stuff like that. But when you just look at the game, the lighting is like top notch. It's actually really incredible looking. But also the handling is back to the better Need for Speed games a little bit. I have seen some people say they don't like some of the drifting and stuff like that. So, but there's ways you can tune that. I haven't personally had an issue with that. 
Um, but so far, so good, dude. It's uh, it's a return to form for me from Eve. Nice. Uh, sh- shout out to Anthony Chipmunk who just uh, got some breaking news. The CMA says Need for Speed Unbound should be on the PlayStation Five for two years first. Thank you, <laughs> brother. Definitely yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm not surprised by the CMA saying that every game should be on the PlayStation Five only and first. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's what the CMA does. Uh, but yeah. you know, we actually have some information, folks, that broke early this morning regarding another approval for the ABK and another part of the world. We'll get to that momentarily, but let's welcome in Daniel McGee, who missed last week because he was unfortunately sick and he's back. What's going on, Daniel? Uh, not much. Yeah, we, you know, I work at a, a small retail store and, uh, when when one of us gets sick we all get sick so i had to uh had to miss out on on last week just because we were having some problems but uh (laughs) you know it just gave me a little bit more time to game so i'm happy to be back yeah yeah listen nothing wrong with that i've been i've been using the logitech g cloud that i got my hands on and i gotta tell you folks wow wow and wow Uh, I, i i also have a steam deck and I'm gonna I'm going to say something that's going to potentially a annoy people and b give the uh, the the uh, the the, uh, the the old crap looking emoji. I don't use it. It to me it's 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 intimidating. I don't know what to do with it. I'm not a PC dude. It's literally sitting in it. I got the G Cloud. I'm like, yeah, this is like using my 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 Android tablet or my phone. I think I'm going to use this. So now guess what? I'm probably never going to use the Steam Deck. <laughs> it's just the craziest thing, but. Uh, yeah, no, good stuff as always. Uh, Infinite Umbra, welcome back, brother. How you feeling? Oh, boom! I'm feeling good, brother. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And as a matter of fact, I got some energy today. Usually, I'm a little tired about this time, but I'm I'm good today, man. I'm ready to chop it up with you, good gentlemen, and you know, and entertain this this chat of ours today. Yeah, yeah. no, we, we we have already 200 people here, which is great. We're only 10 minutes in. I definitely appreciate it. Hopefully, we can break some records in regards to viewership today because, well, folks, uh, I don't know what happened. I, I think uh, Double Barrel Gaming has been put on the pay no mind list because, well, we have 36 new subscribers in 28 days. I, I, I cannot figure it out with all the content we're doing. Uh, this is where I have to uh, appeal to you. If you're new, please consider subscribing. If you are someone that appreciates the five days a week streaming that we do here on this channel, please help me sell this brand. Get out there, put it out there on the socials, drop it onto Facebook, drop it onto TikTok, whatever the kids are calling it, drop it to wherever you like to go to social media and let people know about Double Barrel Gaming. And of course, that's only if you appreciate the work that goes into it. Uh, each panel is a different, each uh, set of topics per show which five days a week is hard to do. Somehow or another, we figure it out, but we're trying to grow. We're, we're, we're just a short, a few short of 600 uh, from, uh, uh, from 12K. Uh, this has been a banner year for the channel. We hit 10,000 in January. We hit 12, uh, 11,000 last month. Uh, so I would love to see us uh, hit 12K before the end of the year, but we are struggling which is bonkers. Uh, I have no idea what else to do. And this has a lot to do with YouTube. Again, they do seem to do this yearly where the little guy uh, suffers. And it's not fair. But you know what? There's no one to call. And the only help I can get or gather is from the community. But 
let's welcome in one of the newest members to the panel, Justin Sane. You did your first stream the other day, brother. How are your legs? Because you know you get a little, you know, some sea <laughs> legs up front. You know, do you consider it a success? And uh, welcome. Well, uh, thank you for the welcome, and it uh, it happened, so I consider that a success. Yes, there you go, brother. <laughs> I had a very low bar set for myself on that one, and uh, I think we exceeded them. I uh, got to meet a really a lot of really cool people. I want to give a shout out to Galvinston, uh, play uh, member of the community. Got to play with him a lot on uh, Call of Duty last night. Got him nice. at M13, and uh, I'm going to try and help a few more people, uh, members of the community, get it today. So that should be fun, and uh, been having a really good time interacting with everybody. Yeah, well, I mean that's really what it comes down to. Uh, it's it's also it's it's all about the community. Uh, at least it should be. Not everyone unfortunately thinks that way, and that's okay. It, it's okay. Mm-hmm. If that's not your bag, but if you want to succeed, folks, uh, you know, you, you, you got you got to spend time with the community. You got to put it out there. You got to, you know, speak with everybody and uh, rub elbows with everyone. Oh, yeah. It's incredibly important to do so. Um, I think I think that if you want to, uh, I, I think it really does behoove uh, you as a, as a content creator to expect that people are going to want to play games with you now granted i don't play games with everyone as much as i would like that's because i do five shows and it's 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 hard folks it's hard to game with other people but that's why i'm so so uh, on social media as much as i am the dms are open i talk to people so much uh, during the day it's it's bonkers but you know again one of the one of the, the the things i'd like to do next year is to actually have like a game night uh, and I'm going to see if I can get that. I want to talk to you about that. Boom. I have, uh, I have some ideas and I've been talking with a uh, couple people behind the scenes. I'd love nice. to talk to, with you about yeah, that. We'll, 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 uh, we'll definitely talk there, brother. But listen, folks, we got, we got to get into the breaking news, folks. Uh, the breaking news comes the way of VGC.com. One of my favorite places to get news. Of course, this was put out by one of their fantastic writers, time Tom Ivan. It was posted this morning and folks well listen i'm sorry if you get tired of hearing about the abk merger well another hurdle for microsoft has been met uh, it has been uh, reported and confirmed that microsoft's merger with activision has been cleared unconditionally with uh, serbia now now again there's going to be people in here that serbia what does serbia even have a gaming community yeah they actually do but you see the location isn't the biggest part of this conversation umbra i want to go to you first because i know that you but you have a you've had a lot to say about this merger we all think that it should go through uh we think that there should be literally nothing stopping it because at the end of the day it is not anti-consumer it is not anti-competitive regardless of what dancing jim ryan has to say and we have another hurdle umbra for microsoft that they have jumped and regardless of size of country or size of market, uh, Serbia has now joined Brazil and Saudi Arabia as passing this deal, and more importantly, unconditionally with no concessions. Uh, and again, a lot of people in the gaming market, you know, the people we, we, we're going to be talking about it tomorrow with a, uh, uh, with uh, ACG is going to be joining us tomorrow evening. Hopefully, uh, you know, obviously his family's a little under the weather. So, you know, you know, hopefully they get better and he can he can join us. But obviously family first. So if he can't, he will reschedule. But tomorrow we're going to be talking about this exact topic and more so whether or not Xbox is going to skip 
the game awards because of this, uh, you know, big, uh, you know, magnifying glass on the, you know, the, the terrifying Microsoft. But let me ask you something, Umbra. Uh, the more countries that Microsoft continues to jump these hurdles and get this deal passed, do you think that ultimately this is going to be a big, uh, really a, uh, something to for the Microsoft lawyers to sink their teeth in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're going to point to all of these other countries accepting them uh, without any limitations or concessions, I, I suppose, uh, as well. I think everything they're going to use at their disposal. And you see their language. You see how they're talking. They're preparing for battle. You see the, the lady, what was it, Lulu, I think it was. And she's, you know, Activision is down, their lawyers and everybody that's with them, and as well as Microsoft's lawyers. This is going to be a fight for sure. And, um, yeah, I think the more that it passes in these different countries and such, even though, like you pointed out, this is a smaller country, uh, it does point to, you know, other places not having issues with it. I think it works in Microsoft's favor. So we'll see how it plays out. But absolutely. Uh, I'm just waiting for the bigger ones to pass through. You know, we got to get I think Australia still has to pass, if I'm not mistaken. And, yep. you know, so something like that. And but they could be waiting possibly to see what Europe does, to be fair. Uh, you know, they might be still loyal to the to the, to the former queen. I don't know. But no, <laughs> no, seriously, though, um, I think it, it just comes down. I think most places are going to pass it without any issue. Uh, the biggest ones is going to come from the EU. And I think, as we've spoken before on past uh, shows, it's possibly in tinfoil headery here, of course, but possibly some bias there i think in sony's favor in the eu uh but we'll see how that works out there i think for everything else to move forward but once the eu passes everything else is done yeah you know it's it's funny because a lot of us have thought it was the other way around the minute the ftc passes it uh everyone else is going to follow suit and i would imagine that the ftc the eu commission and the cma uh they're all talking Right. They're all going to be on the same page. Like I've said this before. I, I'll say it again. I think that the concessions uh, that uh, we are not going to hear about or see are going to be behind the scenes concessions, meaning that there is going to be, uh, you know, uh, may, maybe a, a lessening of financial uh, payment from these countries to use Azure. There's going to be deals outside of Call of Duty staying on PlayStation for 10 years because ultimately I don't really think anyone really cares. Um, Sony is, uh, you know, mm -hmm. is, is doing very well right now. They're, they just crossed 6 million um, uh, sales for God of War. It's only been out of, uh, like, less than a month. So their first-party games, you know, are selling. Um, I don't think that they, uh, th they're going to hurt. If you look at all of their sales, you know, it's, it, and again, it's, it's weird because normally when something like God of War breaks these records, they're the first ones out putting out tweets and talking to the you know the the press, there's been nothing because they're trying to look like the wounded animal, which again I think it's the most pathetic thing ever ever in the history of we've seen so far. I've never seen uh, such nonsense from the market leader. But again, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. We do want to just keep on topic here, Mav. I want to go to you first on this, brother, because you use this you know you've been covering it with you know on your channel. And I've shout out to your wife, your lovely wife Caitlin, who's in the chat right now. Uh, thanks so much for being here, darling. Your what? What is your thoughts on this? Again, Serbia. Maybe some people haven't even heard of the country. What, what, what's a Serbia? Yeah. But yeah, it's an actual country with real people, and they passed this. But I think the the big the bigger deal here is that it's unconditionally. 
hey, just, yeah, no problem. No pro we don't have a problem with it. I think that really does say something to the, to the bigger picture here. I don't see why there should be concessions. I know Microsoft is getting set to offer the CMA and the EU Commission this week a, a whole package deal to get this done. And I would imagine that same deal is going to be handed over to the FTC. Uh, so hopefully this pushes it through a little quicker. They, they said they're willing to give uh, concessions. But in this country, they don't have to announce a third country in a row that has, hey, listen, no, it's no problem. You're not going to beat Sony here. Actually, as a matter of fact, that's what they say. Sony has such a big uh, a hold in that country, in Serbia, that they're not even concerned about Microsoft. That's that's saying something, and that, that's pretty much mirroring what's going on right now in Europe. Yeah, I think a lot of the smaller countries that are just kind of throwing their hands up and using more of a common sense approach, right? Uh, some of these other bigger regulatory bodies uh, for the countries like EU and CMA now trying to uh, make a big name for themselves. And the um, FTC is always, right now, you never know what the heck they're thinking. Uh, after they had shut down that Facebook deal over that VR workout company, uh, that was just absolutely crazy. Um, I remember watching a Hoag Law video about that, and he was even shocked by it. So I, I think with the major regulators, there's a lot more of grandstanding and posturing and using this as like, oh, we're going to go against big tech, the $70 billion deal. We're going to use it to our advantage and, and try and make a case that we deserve to exist. Or these smaller countries, and they're just like, hey, yeah, this is, makes sense. There's nothing wrong with this. They're just moving it forward. So I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily going to affect the FTC or the CMA or the EU directly because they're all concentrating on, they're supposed to be concentrating on their consumers and, and focusing in on themselves. But what I, I don't think they hold any weight in any kind of actual real challenges, but yeah, I think I, throwing, I'd agree there. I'd I think agree. they're throwing their weight around still like the FTC. There was a bunch of clickbaity articles that came out, like one from Politico uh, there was another uh, article that VGC put out there as well um, about the Microsoft is uh, ready to offer concessions to the EU and stuff like that. Um, all these are coming from people familiar with the deal and, and from these sources. Mm -hmm. So who? So who is? Who are the sources? <laughs> who are right? these because, sources? Damn because it. <laughs> it, Microsoft, like the Politico one in particular, like Microsoft wouldn't tell the, uh, Politico that, hey, their FTC is about to sue us. Right? Uh, it, Activision Blizzard wouldn't go and tell Politico that um, they're about to sue us. So it would have to be the FTC. That means there's like leaks coming out of the FTC. So what's the purpose behind that at that time? So I think there's still a lot of grandstanding here going on. If the VGC article is accurate about Microsoft about to come to the table with that 10-year licensing deal for Call of Duty, whatever that means, Mm -hmm. um then i think that that's just to the point where we always were going to get yep. originally i for me there's there's really nothing has ever changed since the original thoughts behind what was going to take place with this deal we all thought that they were going to be taken to phase two in the major uh with the major major regulatory bodies which they have we always we all thought that there may have to be some concessions uh, from some of the experts that just because of the environment that's going on with uh, politics and uh, right now and against big tech and everything like that. So there there was always thoughts of concessions. They made it a lot about Call of Duty. I said a long time ago, Microsoft was playing chess with this. Call of Duty is the easiest 
concession to make because they were going to put it on PlayStation anyway, right? So if they were holding this chess piece back, making it look like hey, we're maybe don't we don't know what we're going to do, or we're not willing to offer up any kind of uh, concession uh, in writing, well, now obviously they all they potentially are. Uh, that's because they were willing to do that all along. Call of Duty is the smallest aspect of this deal for them. It has way more to do with mobile and and the and and the cloud and, and subscription gaming and and going into the uh, app marketplace and everything like that than Call of Duty, right? So there was always a checkmate here. The question for me is, I'm not too worried about the EU or even the CMA. Um, what I would be curious about, because what we haven't seen a lot of public, like we know what the EU complaints are and the arguments are, their challenges, and they all revolve around Call of Duty. The CMA, the same thing. They've been very public about that. Those are the easy ones, right? Those are the easy ones for me. Like you can just offer up the concession of Call of Duty and make it a case. The FTC, we don't know. They haven't been public about what they're planning, right? Uh, what They've been really quiet. So if they actually try and make some kind of weird case about, you know, the, uh, Microsoft trying to get into mobile gaming or like subscription uh, monopoly and all this kind of stuff, then that would be the concern there. But I still don't think they would have a case because even all of the questions that were asked to all the publishers out there and all the responses they got is that it's one gaming industry, right? So they can't seclude mobile gaming into a separate entity of Microsoft trying to get a monopoly there, especially when Apple and Google hold so much weight in that so yeah. for me there's no challenges that really hold any water and for me it just goes along to now the ftc is trying to posture using these articles and stuff uh to see to try and use their weight to see if whatever what all concessions they can what they can try and get and i don't know what kind of like backroom type deals like you're referring to boom there will be but like uh definitely there's going to be some concessions and some of them will be public maybe some of them not so much um but like the serbia thing yeah Another one, it's like I think it was uh, Brazil also approved it, and um, there was one more. Saudi Arabia was the other yeah, one. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be more that fall in line like this, and you're going to keep hearing about this. Um, but I think the three main ones are still the ones that are focusing on. I think there's positive stuff coming from the EU right now. Um, once that gets checkmated, then we got a lot more to talk about, right? Because I think the CMA may be more in line to follow, follow along with the EU right and the ftc if the eu and the cma approve it the what what grounds do they have to stand on at that point you know so um especially if they plan to sue microsoft because they'd have to plan if they plan on suing them they have to plan on winning right and uh, according to you know what abk was saying even though abk wouldn't necessarily be the ones leading the case against the against the uh ftc i i don't think that uh they i don't think there's any credible challenges i think ABK is saying that they're willing to fight. I think Microsoft would be willing to fight for this deal as well. So, well, I mean, um, there's, there's again, you know, I I know that it's real easy for all of us, everyone on the panel here, the nearly 400 people here already in the chat, which is amazing. Thank you so much for for tuning in. 27 minutes into the show, it's real easy to say Call of Duty, right? Because that that's the biggest franchise. It's yeah. going to be the highest seller once again. But there are so many minutiae aspects to this deal and, and, and i keep saying it and i'm, I'm going to keep i and i'm going to keep reiterating folks if you get bored of what i'm saying it's because you're not a human being and you've never been uh, under the thumb of a scumbag for a boss i have okay the human element must be a part of this conversation because if it's not then we're doing it all wrong i'm telling you that right now okay 
the fine folks, the actual human beings that make the games you know and love have been under the thumb of the devil for a long time. And that devil is almost gone. And once this deal is done, new management is going to take over Activision, Blizzard, and King, and we won't have Bill Cosby rooms littered throughout the complex. We won't have to have a female worrying whether or not she's going to get talked to in a disgusting way by a bunch of, guy, a bunch of guys from the boys' club. That's what we don't want, and that is the important factor here. The other thing that no one seems to give a shit about, pardon my French, is that unions are going to be a thing. Actual rights for yourself and for the people that make these games. How, how come no one talks about that? These are, these are, these are conversations that I hope are, ha are having more than, well, you know, PlayStation is complaining because they're not going to make, you know, uh, you know, 300 million next year. Well, too bad for Sony. Make yeah. your own games. Mm -hmm. Stop sitting like a fat king. The FTC was trying to make cases about all these little things originally that yes. when the politicians, the senators and stuff all even were trying to make cases. And all of those different things already had gotten checkmated by Microsoft early on in this. Yep. So uh, the goalposts kept moving. And at, at that point, it's just them trying to come up with something they can figure out a way to make a case. Now, the, the, the Politico article that came out was talking about Oh, it seems like they're getting ready to sue Microsoft and, and all this kind of stuff. Here's the thing. I think they're trying to gather evidence and see if there's any way they can do that. And I don't know if they are going to come to the conclusion that they have enough to do it. They would need a rock solid. Yeah. You know what? We, we've heard Hoaglaw, who, of course, congratulations to Hoaglaw. He's, he's crossed 110,000 subscribers yeah. in in 2022 it's it's just all you could do is tip tip your cap to that man because not only is he incredibly intelligent he's a humble dude like every time i ask him to be on mm -hmm. the show yeah sure boom when he's not working or he's not under you know doing a case he's more than happy to come on that's saying something that's saying something that the the, the popularity and the success has not gone to his head and he even said it. he goes I, I he goes just looking at this case from the surface the ftc doesn't have any, they can't prove anything. There's nothing to prove here that makes this anti-competitive and yeah. more importantly, anti-consumer. The other thing, it, it, boom, yeah. I don't mean, but a lot yeah, of these articles I feel like are just like clickbait right mm -hmm. now. It just stirring the pot because mm -hmm. like Politico, and I was talking about this on our show last night, like, and these places aren't used to getting the attention from like the gaming community and like the mass masses, right? Like actually reading their articles about these kind of things. So when I feel like a lot of these articles are coming out with these things now because they know it's a hot topic. They know it's like everybody's interested in this. Um, you see coverage on uh, MSNBC and, and all these different things all the time. CNBC with interviews of executives all talking about this. And I feel like the... the a lot of these articles that come out are just really vague intentionally and have clickbait headlines that are meant to stir up the community and get people to click on it without really having any factual basis uh, behind what it is. And it's just kind of more stating the obvious, but kind of twisting the words to make it sound interesting. Right. Or, or and, new, like we didn't already know new. this information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, right. I mean, so yeah. there's a lot to this that is just like, again, everything if you were to ask Microsoft this, I'd probably say this, like everything has been up to what they expected. I, I feel like up to this point, 
And I don't think anything's changed. And everything that we've seen from the FTC, CMA, and EU has always been expected from the get-go. It just depends on uh, checkmate at the end of the end of this thing, what happens. And I think we're, we're getting closer. I think a couple months. Yeah, we'll yeah. I mean, listen, uh, you know, Microsoft originally said they expected this deal to be done by summer of mm-hmm. 2023 a lot of us sat back in our chairs like summer that's ridiculous yeah. and well you know what it's a 70 billion dollar deal but good stuff as always let's bring in retry uh to the conversation first of all before we bring you in sure. on the conversation let me thank a couple of people with super chats uh because those help the channel grow more than you know uh we have carl andrews jr who drops a five dollar super chat and says who has uh who has to pass it uh, uh to say the deal is done each country is different. Each region of the country, the CMA mm-hmm. has to approve it. According to uh, what we've heard uh, from um, Hoag Law, the three big ones in order for this deal to get done that need to be uh, approved are the EU Commission, the, the U, uh, CMA, and of course the FTC. Th- those are our contractual uh, regions that need to pass. There's some other ones that smaller ones that they'll just wind up pulling the like China, for instance, China's like, oh, no, we're, 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 you know, they, they may give them a hard time. Like, well, we'll just pull out of China. You know, I mean, it's, it's a big market, but you know what? They're not going to not pass this deal because China's giving them a hard time. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with China right now. I'm sure they'll work it out, but only time is going to tell. Uh, Raiden Blade drops not one, but two five, uh, super chats. The first one of five pounds, he says, there was always phase two. But the fact that Xbox offered 10 years, if Sony uh, really snubs this offer, any kudos uh, Sony may have with them just dies there. And then, yeah, I, I, I think I said this last week and I'll say it again. I think that the 10 year deal to Mav's point, Microsoft knew that a big deal uh, with, with Sony was going to come. But I also think that this is the canary in the coal mine, because uh, I think that if, if Sony does uh, dismiss a 10 year deal, at the end of the day, how could a, how could any regulators take them serious? Like honestly, it'd be ridiculous. And Raiden Blade, who's been a member for one year, drops an additional two pounds super chat and says, "No way, Xbox would allow Call of Duty being blocked uh, from Game Pass." Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I, in, in the history of um, you know business, going all the way back to where we use torches for light, there's never been an entity that has uh, bought something and told by regulators where they need to put that content. That That's preposterous at best. But, Retri, let's get your opinion on sure. this. Uh, again, it's it's a smaller country. It's still, yeah. uh, still a country that has passed the deal. And more importantly, there are no concessions. Do you think ultimately that this is, this is we're going to start seeing a domino effect of countries pass this in this way? I do uh, for the smaller countries. Absolutely. Um, Not convinced with CMA EU. Um, I think FTC will actually fall in line. Um, Serbia, it's cool, but it's also kind of a nothing burger at the same time. A lot of these smaller countries, I don't think move the needle and every country is its own country. They have to worry about their own people. So just because someone else passes, it does not mean someone else is going to. Um, or doesn't stop it from happening. But I think on the FTC side, now that you have the union backing up, um, 
that to me was game over for the uh, under of the FTC because you know with politics involved <laughs> democrats don't want to mess with the biggest union in the united states they're just not going to do that right. so i think ftc it's going to pass with flying colors it's the eu and the cma that's got me worried because of the political grandstanding and how they've kind of handled this just on Twitter alone, it seems like you've said in the past, like a 16-year-old kid is putting out these tweets. It's it's weird. Um, but I do believe, as someone who's been in union and, and negotiated contracts before, the three-year thing was always never going to happen, in my personal opinion, because you always give the initial offer and you never expect to end at that initial offer. Right. You give the three year and I think everyone, including myself, Microsoft, I think everyone is happy with 10 years giving it to Sony. Who cares? Like we still get it in Game Pass. Xbox users, uh, people in the Game Pass ecosystem are still going to be the ones at the end of the day to be the winners in this. And you can either play Call of Duty for $70 on playstation or when the family plan comes out mic drop you can play it essentially for five dollars a month if you split it with your call of duty buddies and whatnot so i mean it's it's a step with serbia in the right direction and i'm glad to see another country is doing it with no concessions but i do not expect to see that with the larger territories even maybe australia i, I don't know but yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, it's fine because I think that ultimately Microsoft knew that concessions, especially considering the you know the the the, the political forecast that's out in the world right now, right. Uh, you know there there is a, a, a kind of a, a frowny face towards big tech. Uh, we did see what the EU uh, and the and the, and the CMA are doing right now. They opened up an investigation against both Google and Apple. You know, they called it a duopoly that they have right. in their countries. Uh, and uh, believe it or not, that is going to work in the favor of potentially Microsoft getting this deal done because they're go they've already said, hey, no. And getting gonna, into mobile. We're, we're getting into mobile. It's going to be yep. an open-ended thing. You can pay with what you want to pay with. You can, we, People are going to come in. As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that. He's in the chat right now, Luke Steele. Obviously, uh, he's an acquisitions lawyer, attorney in the UK, and he's going to be joining us on Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about what this duopoly law, you know, in investigation into Apple and uh, Google potentially does for Microsoft to get mm -hmm. in the game. Because remember, Microsoft does not have a thumbprint. Heck, they don't even got a hair into mobile right now as we speak and they're trying to get in there in a big way with king and they've already what's interesting is a couple of months ago when this whole deal was announced microsoft was like hey listen uh we 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 can't even get our app onto uh the the onto apple and we're boxed out so i i think that there is a chance that you know again call it right timing call it whatever you want to call it the eu is a potentially gonna need some microsoft help and microsoft kind of needs their help so this may be just one back one hand washing your back and you and your hand washing mine kind of a situation we we will see yeah. but 
Let's bring in uh, uh, Justin Sayan into the conversation. Justin, uh, obviously, you've heard what everyone had to say so far. Mm-hmm. Again, a small country, but I think that you know we're going to start seeing other countries fall in line because ultimately, regardless of what plastic box you you know you you worship, consumers are not going to be hurt in mm-hmm. any way. Uh, one of the things that's going to happen if you are on PlayStation is you're going to be able to play Call of Duty and purchase it the same way you've been doing for decades. Uh, that's not going to change. Microsoft uh, you know, fans, fans of Xbox, will just have to simply press download if you are a Game Pass subscriber or Ultimate subscriber. And I don't see a problem with that. What, what are your thoughts on this on, on this announcement today? Um, I think it's a move in the right direction. Um, like Retree said, it's kind of a nothing nothing burger. It is good. Um, you know, it takes a it takes a, a pebble to start an avalanche, um, and we have a couple more pebbles rolling now. We have Brazil, we have Serbia, um, and with FTC talking about stuff. What I did in the military for a long time was build target folders on countries. And it was on how to dismantle a country with the least uh, effort required. And as the government, we, we do that all the time. We build documents prepping to do things. And with what Mav said about clickbaity, I have the, uh, I have the articles right here. I looked on the 25th and the headline from uh, CNBC was FTC likely to block Microsoft Activision deal. Yeah. Uh, that, that was sources. That, yeah. Sources. So, yeah, I, with the game. Exactly. I love well, I, I read and they, they were actually citing the Politico, the Politico article and uh, I don't know if we've read it here on the show. I know we haven't today. So let me let me read you like what the actual sources are that Politico is uh, citing. Please, by by all means, enlighten okay. us with this ridiculousness. So, <laughs> a lawsuit challenging the deal is not guaranteed, and the FTC's four commissioners have yet to vote out a complaint or meet with lawyers. They haven't even met with their lawyers. Yeah, uh, for the companies, two of the people said. However, the FTC staff reviewing the deal are skeptical of the company's arguments. Those people who are so three people that somebody knew somewhere and that that's now a credible source. And all all it says is nobody's met with anybody. They just started paperwork on it. Right. If I'm a major regulator, I'm going to have more than a little bit of paperwork. I, I guarantee they have folders on this already. It really doesn't mean anything. And Politico could just be guessing at this because nobody's going to sounds like it. Well, nobody's going to come out and say, no, nobody said that because who are their sources? They don't give any specifics. I I mean, they don't say anything. Wouldn't it make sense, Justin, that the CMA should if they were trying to do their due diligence would be seeing if they have anything enough to sue. Right. I mean, that should be normal procedure, I would think. Right. And yeah. Um, that just seems like that's par for the course of what's going on right now. It doesn't mean they're necessarily going to, it just well, means that, uh, they're trying to see if they have anything to stack up to see how strong their position is. And, and, well, and I was looking at the CMA regulators, a lot of these, it's like our politicians. Do you think somebody, a head person at the FTC right now is really playing an Xbox and a PlayStation? I, I don't I honestly don't think so. I, I don't know the last time any of these people set their own email up on their own computer, a little less played a video game and they're making laws on it. 
So the people they're going to go to, to try and get these opinions from are people that are talking about, well, we're going to keep COD on my PlayStation. You know, those are the people that are going to be going to and saying, Hey, what's going on with this deal? What do you know about it? Because those are the people playing it. And they're already putting out these opinions of, well, COD staying on my PlayStation. Well, why is that? Why does it need to? And uh, to think that these people don't have a say in the deal or saying, oh, this is just my personal view. I'm not saying anything is it's ridiculous because your personal view you bring to work with you. You try not to, but everybody does. And uh, it's near impossible to cut these biases out. And the more people talk, the more I like it, because the more you see what people are really thinking. Um, so let let the EU, let the European Commission, let the CMA, let everybody get on Twitter. I like it. Let us let us know what you really think, because it gives us a clearer picture on how the sausage is made. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, to your to your point, that, that makes a lot of sense. I I, I think that ultimately the deal is going to go through. It's going to have concessions. Mm-hmm. Everyone that is, uh, you know, grandstanding, as it's been said many times on today's panel so far, are all going to be able to walk away feeling with their their chests up in the air. And we did it. We you know we put the we dropped the hammer on that big old nasty Microsoft. Slay the dragon. Yeah, we slayed the dragon because uh, concessions are going to happen. Microsoft knew there were going to be concessions, uh, and that's fine. Um, But like I said... And the UK government, the EU, the US, they all pay millions of dollars for these Microsoft licenses for their computers. Of course they do. Yes, yes. So if if you're a regular and you get a concession a couple million dollars off off licenses for your government... You're automatically mm-hmm. looking good in the next election. You're getting you got- a you're getting a you're getting a bonus in your mm-hmm. Christmas stocking or oh, whatever yeah. uh, you know you celebrate. But listen, we got to welcome into the into the chat. Jez Corden from Windows Central is in here. Not only is he here, he dropped an awesome super sticker of five pounds. Jez, thank you for the generosity, but more importantly, brother, thank you for being here. And if you didn't see, he wrote an article that he dropped today. I'm telling you. It's the tip of the spear, folks. It's absolutely brilliant. He talks about uh, why and how Microsoft can, thanks to some hackers, uh, redo the achievement system, something similar to the way Sony does trophies uh, by calling them awards. Uh, He wrote this piece on uh, Windows Central, which, of course, is what he represents outside of the Xbox 2 podcast with uh, the great and uh, and good friend of this program, Randall Thor 19, the man with a million. And we're going to be talking about that this Thursday because I think the article is brilliant. And I've been, I've been saying for a while, as much as I love achievements, it's one of the areas that Microsoft needs to kind of make a little bit of a, you know, fresh coat of paint, if you will. Uh, I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't hunt um trophies on playstation i have like i think five uh platinums i think maybe maybe five or six uh, i don't hunt them as much as i hunt achievements uh i'm over three hundred thousand in achievements which is great um i'd love to see them do something new um i like the diamond achievements because it makes a different noise but I, it, it's not the same as getting a platinum if you will but hopefully uh they will uh look into jez's article like a lot of people have uh, but listen, let's let's bring in Daniel McGee. Daniel, you obviously have been here for a lot of this talk. Another country has approved the deal. We expect everyone to follow suit in some way or another with, con- you know, with concessions, which is fine. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think this is just one of those situations where, like, because 
we are just sort of speculators. We can't see the entire situation, right? Like most of us, myself included, don't really know like how these systems work, how the FTC and the CMA and how all these people do their things, right? So I I, I defer to somebody like Hogue or Justin Sand, or not Justin Sand, uh, uh, Luke Steele, sorry, uh, to you know explain to me how those things work because it's not my area of expertise. But what what I have to assume is that because like you said earlier, Xbox was saying since the beginning, like I think since the original announcement, that they were expecting this to to go until summer of next year, right? Yes. So they they were from the jump, they were expecting it to go to phase two with probably all of the people who <laughs> who have taken it to phase two, which is which is all that this new article is saying, basically. Is just you know, they're, they're saying they have sources close to the situation or whatever, which is like, okay, well, what does that mean? Does that mean you know somebody who works at the FTC? Or were you like, hey, Tom, run up to the FTC building and take a selfie real fast so I can say you're close to the situation? Um, like, <laughs> I love it. You know, That's what great. does it mean? could mean anything. I don't know. I'm not a reporter. So it's like, it's like, yes, for us, this seems like it's a big deal. But if they were expecting it to take even longer than this the whole time, because if it didn't go to phase two, it would have been done by now. So if they were always expecting it to go to summer, Xbox and Microsoft, they were expecting for this to be the situation since day one, right? Which is, makes sense. You know, it's a, it's a really expensive deal. And a lot of these, you know, lawyers and FTC types are trying to earn their keep. If, if a 70 billion dollar deal went through and they didn't do their due diligence then it's like why did these why did these these groups even exist if they're not going to look into this like yes i i agree and i think most people who who look into this and we saw it with brazil even will see that there's there's no tenable reason to block this deal right there's there's nothing that you can point at and be like this is a real credible reason but in most cases just to get to phase 2 all you have to do is say something like, there's a chance, right? It, it's it's like the plausible deniability, right? You just have to be like, well, this is a big deal. It's a, There's several big franchises involved. So it, this is something that is going to cause a change in the games industry. And you're like, okay, well, let's look at this deeper, right? And so... Again, I'm not a lawyer how all of these things work. But from what I've heard from the people who do, this was always in the cards, right? So I'm not really surprised. As far as the, the Call of Duty 10-year deal goes, um, I think it's, honestly, I think that Xbox was always planning on keeping it on PlayStation. Because um, I don't think they would offer 10 years as like a, oh, hey, just, uh, whoa, whoa, you've really uh, blown some smoke at the FTC. Here's here's 10 years. Like, I think they were always going to offer it to them. Yeah, ultimately, you know, I think that was the, they knew that from the beginning. I think they started yeah. out small, like in business, you start out small, and then you you you, 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 you raise, you raise, you raise. Yeah, and, and I think that beyond that, I think that they're actually probably happy that, that the FTC and all these other groups are focused so heavily on the Call of Duty side of it, because they're like, Okay, well, that's the thing that we were always going to keep on on PlayStation. It makes so much money over there. If we're bringing in the seventy percent and they're taking their thirty, like we're still coming out ahead, right? You know, I, I think 
they're probably more happy to just be like, yes, and then and then no one will realize that all the real money is going to be coming from King and like all the mobile stuff, right? Like they like, I think they're perfectly happy to have people just be like, oh, Call of Duty is a real big thing. My kid plays that, and then just like completely ignore this other aspect. Um, so you know, honestly, I think it works out for them. I think they're like, oh no, not Call of Duty, when like it's never what it's really been about. Like it's a big deal, obviously, it's a big franchise and it makes a ton of money, but like I don't think it's the number one thing here. Um, it's, it's just really funny to me that the, the only group that is actively against this is PlayStation. And like, I, so a lot of yeah, the market leader with, in some regions has a 70% hold of the market, which is considered, uh, by definition, a monopoly, but no, no, they're, they're the only ones concerned, Daniel. Yeah. And it's, it's just really funny to me because I, I look at the deal like just the 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 absolute bf that the playstation is throwing and it's like i don't know that they even expect to to win right i think that i think they're just throwing a fit for the sake of it you know what i mean yeah, they're, because... they're also uh burning bridges oh for they're sure. also putting the entire industry under the microscope of the government uh they are uh i i think any uh, leeway that they might have had as market leader is diminishing uh, as we speak. And I think that once they crossed it, once they decided to throw, I mean, to really throw it all in there, uh, I, I think that uh, ultimately Sony is their, their ballsiness uh, to, to, to really take the market and put it under the scope of the government where it wasn't before is not doing them any favors. And, and I think that even as market leader, I've, I've, I've heard people argue that if this deal gets blocked, somehow or another, Activision Blizzard is still going to give them the marketing rights. I'm like, uh, are you smoking crack? Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I think more than anything, though, Boom, it's just because Sony wants concessions. When people were speaking about yep. concessions a minute ago, you were talking about the, the you know CMA might do this or the EU or whatever or the ftc to get these contracts for microsoft that's not they can't do that that's illegal uh i'm pretty sure that's like some type of exploitation but as far as concessions that would be what microsoft would have to give to their competitor i believe in this case yeah i would believe so if anything sony is raising a stink just in case it does get passed they'll get something out of it like some nonsense that was floated about them getting it on playstation plus or something like that yeah. well I I think Sony needs to start being a little bit careful because and and their responses to the CMA about the fear of what Microsoft may eventually do if they get exclusivity or, or, or own the rights to own the rights to Call of Duty and have access to Activision Blizzard and all this stuff. This Sony's response to the CMA read like a biography about Sony. And about well, pretty much, yeah. It was like it was no. like every every statement that they made and what the fear could be that Microsoft could one day do is what Sony does and has been doing for forever. So for decades, if, if they actually were to block this deal or actually take this further, imagine the consequences against Sony when anybody can bring to the table and some smart regulator to actually takes a look at it and is like. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. This they have dominant market position and they're doing all these things that they themselves said is wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we need to take action against them. Right. And yeah, the CMA is known to take action against different companies, even way after the fact or just because of 
um, the way they're doing business in a dominant market position. And uh, if I don't know, I Sony pretty much just giving them the playbook about how to retroactively come after themselves. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think it might be a stall tactic for Sony's gas games as well. That, you, that's, know I mean? you know, you're not the first one to actually suggest such a thing because a lot if of people ten have years actually said that. Yeah, a great amount of time to get your crap together, Sony, right, and get those yeah. games out while you're losing market share with COD, which will happen, in my opinion, over oh, time. It's going to happen, like, but they could remi- they they could remedy that. They could, right. they could, how they, they have could, the time, <laughs> they, they do have the time, but they also so, have an IP that millions of people have been asking for a return and they don't want, again, I, I've heard this by, I don't want to take credit for it. I don't know who said it, but Sony is like a very, very fat King sitting on his throne. That's happy with the monies that is coming in from the peoples and they don't want to innovate and they don't want to make any, you know, new additions to the kingdom. They're just happy. They're just sitting there. They're getting rich. They're eating and they're getting fatter by the day. That's Sony. Sony has SOCOM. They own the SOCOM yeah. license IP. Many, including myself, have been begging for that to come back. If they don't want to make it a third person and they want to reinvent the wheel, I don't know. Who could do that? Let me see. Oh, I don't know. Bungie might be able to help you out with that. Maybe, you know, help you out. You know, I don't know. They make Destiny 2. Maybe maybe the, the $3.6 billion company that you purchased could help you reinvent the wheel with SOCOM, bringing it back into a new, a revamped first-person uh, shooter that's kind of like Call of Duty. Yeah. To what uh, Daniel said earlier also, to use Sony's own argument against him, I, I also believe that Call of Duty was always planned to stay on PlayStation because sure you need that you need that network effect. And Sony talks about the network effect in their uh, in their documents to the CMA. The more people you have in a system, people want to play with their friends. So that eventually their friends are going to follow them to the system that they're playing on. So you need Call of Duty because there are shooters everywhere. They're on every system. And if you can't play with your cross plays out of the bag, if you can't play with your friends on Xbox on Call of Duty, you're going to go play with them on Battlefield. You're going to play with them on Valorant, on Fortnite, on there. There is no matter what Sony says, there is competition in the first person shooter market. And Call of Duty isn't always on top. They're on top when a new release comes out. But you look at Fortnite. I mean, they're what are you calling competition at this point? Because they always say that Sony has no competition or Call of Duty has no competition, but there's competition everywhere I look. I mean, my first show, I was wearing a Destiny shirt and that's a first person shooter. Yeah, Halo is competition to Call of Duty. It's just the way the game plays. And to ignore Fortnite too is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Just because it's cartoony doesn't mean it's not a shooter. It doesn't matter what it's, skin it's, is on your shooter. shooter how about shooter. this? How about ignoring Nintendo as a platform? Right. Yes. Which, by yeah. the way, sold 10 million copies in three days for the new Splatoon. Pokemon. That's the worst reviewed oh. one. And guess what it continues to do? Sell. And it outsold It outsold God of War almost two to one. And you know what other shooter sold matter, well is Splatoon. Exactly. Is Splatoon is That's number one in Japan. It is right now currently for every for every one copy uh, for every five uh, Nintendo Switches in Japan, one of those people own that game. One out of five. Do you know how well, crazy 
that one-to-one is in, 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 for Nintendo in a, that, in, in a first-person really shooter. Nintendo does that with all their copies. Yeah, that Nintendo does that with all their copies. That's the crazy thing. But you know what it really comes down to, fellas, is that Sony doesn't want to do that extra work. No, yeah. they don't want to do the work. <laughs> yeah, it's guaranteed money with with cod being on there already that's you know that 30 percent they're getting right there we, what was it hundreds of million they were getting from that so yeah i uh, i broke that down that. uh the other night i think it was on your show i was citing it for somebody that was asking for sources and uh i looked at the the one source i could find on a solid number was 2020 that uh that call of duty made 216 million dollars in 2020 mm-hmm. or uh yeah uh yeah and they were number one uh, in uh, yeah. PlayStation last year. And they're, going to PlayStation. Continue, and they're going to continue being that way. And that's what Sony wants. They don't want to have to pay. They're already bleeding money right now making some of these high-end uh, AAA games they make. You that's why uh, there's been talk, Umbra, that Sony Pictures might actually be sold off by SIE proper. Wouldn't that be something for them to sell it off and Microsoft get it? But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what it is. Sony just doesn't want to put that money, you know, I don't want to say what their mouth is because it's a cliche, but that's what they don't, they don't want to do. They don't want to have to yeah. invest. They want to have the easy money. And what's easier than just having COD bring in millions to them mm-hmm. just by being on the platform? Hundreds of millions. Hundreds. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's like taking God of War, the funding for God of War out of their company. You know, Could now be. they don't have God yeah. of War. Where, where is where is Sony without God of War and Call of Duty now? I mean, that that's what they're really afraid of. What where are they going to be at if they don't have the funding to make these first? Oh, they, they they listen. They, they, you know what they could do? They could maybe to a, a, appeal to consumers and not rate. rate first of all, they don't want to worry about money because they rake people over the coals. They charge you for everything. They're the mm-hmm. Apple of video games. They charge you. For everything. It's it's ridiculous. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, we are an hour and two minutes into the podcast. This was a great opening salvo. I do have another one that we're going to uh, transition into. But before I do, I have to catch up on the Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them. We also have um, Highlander 001 drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, To sweeten the deal, Microsoft might offer not to raise the price of Game Pass for three years. Great panel, great ideas. Jim Ryan is still a clown. Indeed he is. He is an absolute jester. The court jester, if you will. Um, Gerald Mack, generous friend of the program, drops a $2 Super Chat and says, In all caps, Game Pass is the exclusive 10-year deal is MS Monies. Yeah, I agree. I think I've said that for Amen. years um, that the 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 exclusive for Microsoft isn't there for just just their first party. It's 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 Game Pass because no one else is doing it. Uh, would Nintendo be would sell even more? Yes. Uh, would would uh, Sony's? Uh, remember, remember, and that's the thing. Like yesterday, we talked about it on the Xbox Lunch Break special. In this document. It was touted that oh, Microsoft with 29 million subscribers, we can't compete. But yet, Sony forgot to mention that as of today, PlayStation Plus subscribers are 45.4 million. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, but that's over 15 million more than Microsoft. 16.4 to be exact. If you are a mathematician, I find it ridiculous. But uh, we also have Raiden Blade drop a, two additional five pound super chats. And the first one, he says, marketing is important. Jim Ryan has talked down how weak PlayStation is that I believe it has reflexed in this week. Black Friday sales, God of War bundle got outsold. Indeed, it got outsold by the 
uh, Xbox Series X free copy of COD a bundle. It goes to show you that even if they don't have the marketing rights, Microsoft still figured out a way to beat Sony Black Friday. And I'm actually surprised because I can't believe it. I thought it was going to be the Series S and it was the Series X. Go freaking figure. Uh, his second five pounds, which is Jim talks so much that, he, that, that every, everyone he is talking is hurting the PlayStation brand. Now Jim is mm -hmm. becoming the Don Matrix of Sony. Jim talks BS not only about Xbox, but EA. Yeah, he kind of threw EA under the bus, which was uh, not cool. But I want to transition into a story that has two sides to the coin. Of course, I'm talking about the uh, one of the sites that I find to be uh, like, I don't know, you'd call them your your grocery store rag magazine. You know, your inquirers wants to know, you know, Santa Claus is you know, seen in, in, you know, in, in another part of the world, and it's not even Christmas, that kind of uh, rag. Well, I'm talking about Kotaku.com. Uh, this is a site that obviously housed the infamous Jason, Sh uh, Sh um, what was it? Um, Jason Schreier? Schreier. Uh, Schreier, yeah, that's what it is. I actually forgot the guy's name because he's that far in the back of my, uh, my brain pan. Uh, and we know all about Jason Schreier. He is a rat, and uh, he's currently working for Bloomberg. And good on them for hiring that dude because he's <laughs> hey, not boom. a good guy. At he all. probably blocked your memory, like he blocked everybody on. He Twitter. well, he blocked me for calling him <laughs> pompous ass. Create your own reality <laughs> when it when your story doesn't fit it. Yeah, he man, blocked you in real life for remembering him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about it. like that's good. That's good. That's a good say. But listen, Kotaku wrote a piece uh, and, and typical behavior. It's a hit piece on Microsoft, specifically the deal. And they said Microsoft explains why Elder Scrolls 6 will be exclusive and Call of Duty will not. And this is what the article says. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, they say, yes, Microsoft is once again trying to explain why games that sell millions of units are not a big deal. And they say, really, with an exclamation point, pay no attention to the Elder Scrolls 6 or Starfield on the horizon as Microsoft attempts to ram this $70 billion deal through regulatory agencies around the world. Um, and, and, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this isn't because I want to talk about Kotaku, because they're garbage. Uh, I owe them nothing, so I will, I will speak frankly. They are pure garbage. I, only, I don't click on their stuff because I don't want to give them any business. This particular article I had to because I wanted to see what they were talking about, and they bamboozled me like they bamboozled the millions of people, uh, um, you know, that 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 actually still read this rag magazine or uh, a publication, and and I, I do want to ask the question to the panel. You know, we we talk about Call of Duty. We all we just we just spent an hour and two minutes talking about how Call of Duty is going to stay everywhere. As a matter of fact, what we did mention and Microsoft did is that it's going to eventually come to the Switch, offering up more millions of dollars. And yes, the Switch can play it if they use the cloud because they do that in Japan with Resident Evil 2, 3, 7, and 8. So big games can, in fact, run on the Switch via the cloud. No big deal. And Call of Duty is not going to be an exception. That's probably what's going to happen if if Nintendo wants that game. Because the game is violent. It's called a, like, call a Spade a Spade. And they do have some adult games on there, like Doom, Doom Eternal. Bayonetta. You know? um, yeah, they have quite a few. But we'll see if... if uh, if this deal gets done, does does Nintendo want Call of Duty? And I, and I think that they would ultimately. But the question, folks, 
that I asked, and I, I, you know, I have it. I have the notes in front of me. Is why is it okay for Sony to have exclusives and Microsoft not? Like the Elder Scrolls Six. I, I don't know what you guys have been following, but that game isn't coming out for another four to five years. It's called Spade a Spade, folks. They're all wrapped up in Starfield. We will be lucky. If at the end of this, uh, you know, uh, uh, of the generation, we get a, a, a new a official single player story driven Elder Scrolls, I would say at the minimum, if you if you if you want to if you want to shoot for the stars and uh, with hope three years, I'm thinking four to five. Um, I don't understand the story. I, I, I honestly don't. I, I, I find it to be and this isn't just a Kotaku thing, folks. This is. A generational thing. It is a current news feed thing. Many of these sites, not the smaller ones like the game rant, like the, the game rants, or you know, like the VGCs. These are smaller publications that have exploded on the scene because they do good work. I'm talking about the game spots. I'm talking about the IGN. I'm talking about the Kotaku's. These rag places that use that are have are million dollar entities. That are using the clicks because they click that we the reason why their clicks are failing is because of us content creators like us who come out have here and and have these shows we may not i, I will never have a million followers on on on, on uh youtube i just it's just never gonna happen i'm a little older you know i came late into the game so i don't think that's ever gonna happen and that, that's fine that's about that's, that's a perfectly fine but at least when you come here everyone on this panel including myself we give it to you we give it to you raw we give it to you uncut and we give you facts and we do use some of these smaller publications to, you know, to you know, for, forward our opinions and points. And what I dislike about this story, folks, and, and, and again, please tell me if I'm wrong, if, you, if you're bored of this, you know, un, you know, unsubscribe, but no one ever talks about this. It, it seems to be it, it seems that it has been for quite some time that Sony is the only one allowed to have exclusives. And when Microsoft is trying to, you know, make a comeback of a failed generation in the Xbox One generation, I mean, yeah, they came back in the end, but they got their teeth kicked in by Sony. And, and you know, take nothing away from Sony. Their, their, their first-party teams did what first-party teams are supposed to do. They carried the mantle in first-party. But, but Sony has done what they always do, and they lock, lock, lock up exclusives. And it seems to be, well, that's just, you know, they're the market leader. That's okay. Sony, it's Sony, they could do that. When Microsoft tries to do it, it's a problem. And, and when these little, when people like Kotaku don't get their way, they write these types of hit pieces. As a matter of fact, while I was waiting for everyone to finish talking, I happened to be, you know, have the story in front of me. And I'm in, in, in the background, there's some, some of their ads playing. And another hit piece. Why the hot Redfall gameplay trailer left us feeling cold here at Kotaku. Wow. Another hit piece. I, 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 I guess numbers are down. I guess it's still fun to hate on Xbox. I want to go first. Uh, to, you know, I'll go back in the same order. Umbra, I want to go to you first on this. Again, this is not, maybe this is not a big deal for a lot of people, but it kind of rubs me the wrong way that it's, it's Sony and it's okay. Sony could do what they want. And, you know, you know, uh, I love how they insinuate in this story that Microsoft is trying to, you know, uh, tell regulators it's not a big deal about keeping 
you know, uh, this, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls Six exclusive because it only sells millions. Listen, it's a single player game. I, what, what's the, if if you want to play Elder Scrolls online on the on your PlayStation, you can go do that right now, and that's never going to end. They're going to keep giving content to it like they do with Xbox. What are your thoughts on this? No, I mean you hit it right on the head, and like somebody else in the chat, uh, Alexios Greek pointed out. Elder Scrolls 3 and 4 was and it still is an Xbox exclusive. In fact, I love uh, both of those games. Uh, Wasn't Oblivion also an, excu- an exclusive or was that uh-huh. on PlayStation 3? It, it was for two years. Xbox actually helped them okay. uh, bring that to PlayStation. That one is actually on my Mount Rushmore of games. This is my, one of my favorite all-time Western RPGs. I but, love Oblivion. I still have oh, the yeah. collector's edition, dude, with the coin. By the nice, way. nice. I say I actually invested into the horse armor back then. So I'm, me too. Yes, it was the first DLC I ever bought. Horse <laughs> yeah, armor. Them, same for me. But yeah, like you know, the thing is, is it's always hypocrisy when it involves Microsoft or PlayStation, or you know, and and that's the problem a lot of us have with these standards, double standards with when it comes to the media, uh, and that's why you know, and you see it in every facet. It's, it's Kotaku for one is just trash. I don't, I don't even look at their tweets anymore. I see a tweet from them. Oh, I have them blocked on Twitter, actually. <laughs> you went a step further than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have them blocked, but I just don't even, I don't click on their things. I don't click on their tweets. I don't even, it's bare. Um, sometimes I might say something snarky. That, that's the only reason I haven't blocked them, so I can say something negative and keep moving. But other than that, I know what they're about. We know they're going to say something to get clickbait, you know, to get people to go to the site. It is what it is. Uh, but the problem is, and they've done it both ways. Here and there, they've done it with PlayStation 2. But typically, Xbox is the favorite punching bag. And it's it's always something dumb and illogical. And, and they're not the first to do it. You even had people like Colin Moriarty who were talking about games like uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout. And he called it, remember, Starfield. He said, yeah. calling it now, those will all be coming to PlayStation 5. And he's wrong already with Starfield. So he's down already one uh one three so uh, excuse me one oh for for the count so we'll see the other two i doubt very highly they're going to bring the other two to there's, there's literally no reason to bring it when there's other scrolls online there's literally it's, no reason to do that i mean and uh, i mean i get it though because like elder scrolls online we know it's an mmo right but right. then the, the fans of the, of the series are going to want the mainline series so i get it but that's why it's important for it to remain an, an exclusive for Microsoft to pay billions for Bethesda and you know, Zenimax, whatever. So, yeah, why would that? Why would I put that on your platform outside of needing to get the money from you? But if they keep it exclusive into the PC, Microsoft is going to rake in the money already. And one of the worries with them acquiring these studios from a lot of fans were, are you going to give PlayStation all of the exclusives? Well, they clearly are not doing that, right? You got Halo, for instance. Halo, you have Gears, you have Forza. None of those are appearing on on PlayStation. Why would Microsoft break that trend now? And the only reason you hear pushback is because those games used to be on that platform. And it's just a tough pill they're going to have to swallow. It's the same thing we had to deal with when PlayStation got Spider-Man exclusive. Oh, you want to play PlayStation? Didn't they tell us? I think the developer literally told us, buy a PlayStation. Buy a PlayStation. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that that, that tweet, uh, that infamous tweet, if you will, did del- literally come from Insomniac Games uh, on their, their social. If you want to play Spider-Man, buy a PlayStation 5 or at the time a PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Yeah. Same thing happened with Street Fighter. I remember it. So, you know, the thing is now PlayStation fans are going to have to come to terms. Yeah, you want to play these games, these legendary series. 
you're going to have to get an Xbox. Or you know the beautiful thing though about Xbox is and Microsoft is they give you they give you choice. Yeah, this is another reason why they work in their favor against the CMA and, and you and FTC. By the way, because you have choice, it's not just confined to you have an Xbox. You have mobile from streaming, and you also have the PC. And so many PlayStation fans, I remember telling me that told me they had oh, the, they have the five thousand dollars PC. Yeah, right? so yes. yeah, so what's the problem? Yeah, get get you get that on PC and you good. It should be no issue, right? But we know that they were lying. So yeah. If they want to play these games, they have a lot of accessibility and, and options in, in getting it. It should be no no it should, it should be no argument. It should be no issue. Yeah. Get an uh, Xbox. Uh, yeah. Get an X indeed. Mav, let's bring you into the conversation. You, you've had this uh, on your 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 Friday evening podcast, uh, maybe many of your other shows. Uh, one of the things that seem to be uh, good for one, uh, you know, good for the goose, but not for the gander sort of a thing is. If you are uh, someone that likes Spider-Man, uh, if you like God of War, if you like Horizon, if you like uh, Last of Us, uh, most of the nasty community of the PlayStation bunch will tell you, "Hey Xbox, buy an uh, you know buy a PlayStation." Ha <laughs> ha! You know what I'm saying? And yeah. most of us on this panel, if not all of us, own a PlayStation at some point, whether it be a one, two, three, four, or five, or all of them, like myself. Uh, but for some reason, Matt, it seems like it's an impossible task to have someone that owns a PlayStation and potentially a PC, a $5,000 PC, uh, to want to buy an Xbox. Uh, to Umber's point, Xbox gives you the ability to play pretty much everywhere. As a matter of fact, I was over at my sister-in-law's house the other day having dinner, uh, helping her put up her tree for Christmas, and I was on my Logitech G Cloud playing Vampire Survivors, which you, we have just learned that Phil Spencer is crazy addicted to. And how cool is that? Not to go off subject or anything, but Phil Spencer has almost 200 hours in this game. I mean, that's Scott, the maybe. dude that's crazy. I'm happy is running Xbox. I'll say that. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, what, what are your thoughts on on how... And I want to read you another uh, quote from here. And this this is what sparked me to talk about this because I get vexed. Listen, I'm, I'm reserved, right, folks? I try not to curse. Usually it's, it's it, you're going to get the S word occasionally. Every now and again, I'll get off my kilter and I'll say the F word, which I don't like to do um, because I, this is a PG-13 show. But I get vexed as a content creator because I see the bias. I read, do, do you know that I read, seriously, folks, no, no joke, 10 to 15 articles per day preparing for these shows. It, it, you know, it, it takes a lot to get this work done, but I love reading. I really do, and I love reading about video games. This is a, this is a direct quote. <laughs> this is, this, again, this is what vexed me to talk about this, Mav. It says here, and I quote, however, the, as a matter of fact, you know, I'm going to read the whole paragraph. Zenimax and Bethesda Games that were released before the acquisition are still available on PlayStation Store at the time of this writing. Like somehow or another, Microsoft is going to, you know, push the eject button for all games on the PlayStation Network. But okay, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo were previously planned for the PlayStation as part of Sony's contracts with ZeniMax. Uh, however, this is where I get vexed. The fate of, the, of new games is still uncertain. Redfall and Starfield, which will release in 2023, are planned to be Xbox and PC exclusives. 
hey, did anyone know that it's uncertain if they're going to stay exclusives? I think Microsoft has made that pretty clear. But you know what? Apparently, Kotaku says no. This is what I'm talking about, Mav. What are your thoughts? Kotaku is a smut magazine for gamers. Um, it's that's what they've become. <laughs> I, I I also have them blocked. They've just became ridiculous. They're just absolutely worthless. One of the, maybe uh, what used to be a great site to get gaming news has just become National Enquirer. Um, it is just garbage. So besides Kotaku and their ridiculousness, I, I do obviously there's a bias out there, right? And we've known this for a long time and. Uh, last generation, it became the most prevalent, right? Uh, Microsoft became the big baddie, and and everything PlayStation mm-hmm. did was all holier than thou, right? Um, uh, for example, when Xbox made Tomb Raider an exclusive, you even had Xbox podcasters uh, from some of the big media sites calling foul on that. Yes. While uh, since then, PlayStation's tried to make it every big game exclusive, third party game exclusive if they can. They even tried to get Starfield exclusivity. They tried, uh, they did get Ghostwire Tokyo and they did get Deathloop exclusivity for a year. Uh, did this article mention the fact that that contract, that because those games were on PlayStation, were actually tied to exclusivity deals? If people have an issue with games becoming exclusive, why focus only on Call of Duty? Yeah. Where, why does the conversation have to only focus on Call of Duty and these Bethesda Zenimax games that? Microsoft now owns. Did, uh, um, you know, can I can I bring a piece of evidence into the in, in, into the conversation? Uh, does yeah. anyone know? Does anyone recall that it was confirmed, reported, and confirmed by numerous sources within gaming media that we trust that uh, Sony tried to lock up Starfield as a permanent exclusive? Absolutely true. Yeah, How many people yeah. actually know that? Do you if, if I think about what I'm saying here, folks? It's a big deal. What, it is a big deal because they tried to lock up a new IP on one of an IP that that God Howard has been working on for a decade more, and Sony tried to lock up this IP forever. You know what games also used to be on Xbox? Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, that's you know right. What games my used Final Fantasy. I've been playing Final Fan, Final Fantasy Seven Remake in my dreams. Yeah, not on uh, my Xbox. What Final Fantasy Sixteen is going to be exclusive on PlayStation? That's the next big Final Fantasy game. How about Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Fourteen? 7? Final Fantasy Fourteen is still on PlayStation. Final Fantasy Remake Part Two is only is only going to be on PlayStation. Yep. How about um, the fact that they bought Bungie and they bought Destiny and that deal got approved without any questions asked? So it got approved like, like you put right. on your shoes hey, in the you know morning. What? That's yeah. an I guess what IPs change hands all the time. Yeah. Call of Duty is an IP. These bit, look Tomb Raider and uh, Deus Ex and other big IPs moved along to Embracer Group. Guess what? Embracer Group also just acquired recently Lord of the Rings. Anybody go, oh, my God, what are they going to make? What are they going to do with Lord of the Rings? Are they going to hold it and use it against people in some scheme to make money? Yeah, of course, they're a business. They want to make money on the IPs that they purchase, just like Xbox is going to. Why wasn't there any questions about what are are they sure they're going to still be bringing Destiny? Are they guaranteeing it? Yeah, they said so. Xbox has said that they've been going to bring Call of Duty to uh, PlayStation all along, right? They've been saying that from the get-go. Bungie said the same thing about Destiny. However, those 
deals didn't move into like second phases or anything like that uh, right. for the Bungie acquisition. Why? Why not that? That's another big first-person shooter. That got me. pushed through so like, quickly, it blew my mind. It's just, it's just insane. There's so much like contradictory stuff here. The only thing is the dollar amount of this deal and the fact that it has such a name tied back to it, Call of Duty, and the fact that PlayStation challenged it. Did Xbox challenge the acquisition of Bungie? No, no, they did not. PlayStation is playing with fire here, and the, and the fact that these articles are piggybacking off of their PlayStation bias now for these clickbait articles and stuff is just ridiculous, too, because they're just stoking the flames of misinformation that's been going on for a long time. Uh, you also have prominent podcasters in the games media and the community that also are stoking those flames, people like Colin Moriarty uh, from Last Stand Media as well doing that. You have journalists like... Uh, Jason Schreier, who immediately when the deal was announced, remember you talked about Jason Schreier here, boom. The day after the deal was announced, or the right after it was announced, said he, if I were some of them, I'd be calling regulators, the FTC, everybody right now to try and get this deal blocked. He said uh, that. I think he said after, he. I think he even said he would make a call if I'm not mistaken. He, he was did on say, vacation. Yeah. He was on vacation. He was on vacation. And he yeah. still <laughs> did this. What kind of bias is that? I mean, it's obvious this guy writes for Bloomberg. Are you kidding me? Like, why is this Man's sitting exist? here with his pale legs out with some suntan on and lotion on it and trying to call the FTC? So, like, why is Xbox not an, allowed to have exclusivity deals and have games and purchase new IP and stuff and make them potentially exclusive? Personally, I don't care if they're exclusive. I don't really care if any games are exclusive. I just want to be able to play them on my Xbox and I want to be able to play them in Game Pass, right? However, for whatever reasons, certain games, Microsoft may determine that they want to have them exclusive to their platform, and they should have every right to do so as PlayStation is going there and even buying exclusivity on properties that they don't even own, on big brands, on big brands, Final Fantasies, Street Fighter, Last Generation, and more. Again, I games that even Microsoft owned, they couldn't even release on their own platform because of pre-existing contracts from Sony. Which they honored, by the way. Has anyone played Ghostwire Tokyo on your Xbox? No, that's not until next year. Yep. It, we'll get it next year, right? Um, which is so asinine in that article that they even mentioned those games, but failed to mention the fact that they were exclusive on PlayStation because of exclusivity agreements signed between PlayStation and Bethesda previous to the Microsoft acquisition. Yep. Um, is that, why is nobody calling foul on this, right? If it's so wrong, if it's so wrong to tie up a big IP and big brand to a specific platform, then why is Sony allowed to do it to games that they don't even own? It's, it's the industry double standard that continues to rake, uh, to wreak its ugly head. Uh, that, that unfortunately is a question that uh, we don't see any of the bigs, uh, the IGNs, uh, who, uh, you know, the Kotaku, yeah. the GameSpots. The, the, these are the three bigs that uh, have a, 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 a very big grasp on the ga gaming journalistic community uh, with their rag magazines. And uh, the only people that challenge them are you looking at them right here. Like I said, I, I, I owe none of these, these big publications a thing. Like I said, yeah. you know, maybe maybe they won't ask me to be on their on, on their IGN podcast. I I wouldn't go anyway, even if yes. they called me up tomorrow, because I, I I'd rather listen, folks. I've said this before. I would rather fail to be the good guy than win to be the bad one. That's just how I've always been. 
Uh, yeah. And uh, and that's how I, uh, you know, produce my content. And I don't like the way some of these others do. But listen, great stuff, Mav. Let's bring in Justin saying, uh, wh what are your thoughts on this? I mean, there, there obviously is an industry double standard. Uh, I, you know, in the end, this is this was uh, this, this this article isn't weeks old. This is only two days old. So they obviously are trying to angle in as a fact that PlayStation good, Xbox bad, like they always have. What are your thoughts? Oh, you're muted, brother. I don't know why I muted on the desktop. I never do yeah, that. That's all right, brother. Yeah, that's all right. It happens. <laughs> I was going to say, um, uh, sorry if I mispronounce your name, but uh, Colory, C-A-L-A-R-I-E in chat says, what yeah, about Ellery. Final Fantasy 16, 15, uh, 13? They're all on Xbox. Yeah. I, you know, Final Fantasy 7 well, is no, a Final remake. Final Fantasy 16 is not on Xbox. It's a two-year exclusive. Or, yeah. Sorry, Final Fantasy 14. Was that reading that wrong? Yeah. Sorry. No, no. I, I think he was referring to the fact that. They, oh, how about Final Fantasy 16? Yeah. Sorry. I was reading that too fast. But yeah, I mean, we're getting the the prequel to Final Fantasy VII. How does that even make any sense? We're not. It getting... makes no sense. It's dumb. But yeah. because PlayStation didn't find it worth it to pay for the exclusivity yeah. on that one, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It, it, but um, it just and you're talking about well, why why do why is Elder Scrolls going? Um, oh man, a bunch of people just died on that one. Boom. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching your game on the side, but uh, it. Like I said earlier about the network defect with Call of Duty, you have to keep that multi-platform to keep it the most popular game because arguably there are games that do it just as well as Call of Duty that are out. The thing is, everybody plays Call of Duty, so everybody goes to it. If you want to keep it popular, you have to keep it on all systems. That's the difference between your Elder Scrolls, your single-player games like that. You don't have to put them on every system. You can you can stream them online. You don't have to have them like people are going to want them native. You can have it if you have an Xbox native on your Xbox, but pay for if you have a sony tv it's going to cost you 15 dollars a month to play xbox exclusives and i don't know why nobody's talking about that you, you're going to have a hundred dollars uh barrier of entry to get into a new system when they have their streaming stick how is that bad for consumers sony's saying i, I bet you gonna... it's going to be less than that i my uh, phil yeah. spencer said that they uh, want they they wanted to cost under 100 bucks i wouldn't be surprised this thing is 79 bucks with uh with a controller yeah, I, I think he notice. wanted it at 120, right? Yeah, originally. Yeah, is what he would, said. Yeah. yeah, I just think 99.99 gets that perfect. You know, it's yep. under under 100 dollars. That yep. psychological number. Yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, you put, why, you put, why is... again? If 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 they were to put uh, the picture of Call of Duty on that box, oh yeah, my god, how, that thing is how is that hurting shelves. consumers? Yeah, it's not. It's not hurting consumers. Uh, PlayStation is currently hurting consumers with mm -hmm. all of the deals that they're making, and also while raising prices and having inferior subscription services that are more expensive um, and all of these things while they get a free pass, while people are worried about Xbox potentially and, doing the same things that Sony's doing now. And that whole letter they cherry pick, you look at, um, you look at, they talk about battlefield. They're saying battlefield's not a success because it's only sold 88 million copies. How is that not a success? Mm. But then later when they talk about the one-stop shop for first person shooters, they mention games that sold less than, uh, battlefield as your one-stop shop for shooters on xbox so they use it for as an example in one area but forgot to mention forget to mention it later it, it's just a lot of it doesn't make any sense and they uh they cherry pick stuff that 
just to suit their arguments. And I think that's what the Brazilian regulators saw. And I think that's mm-hmm. what annoyed them. And I think that's why we heard that backlash from Brazilian authorities about, you know, this isn't how you conduct yourself. This isn't, you know, there's no issue with this deal. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, these regulators uh, are regulatory bodies, as they're known, are there to guarantee that first and foremost, consumers will not be hurt Mm -hmm. by big business. Uh, and ultimately, uh, they then, then the, on the back end of that, they want to make sure that competition stays fair. Uh, and not, nothing of this deal suggests otherwise. Having uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout 5 and many of the uh, older IPs be exclusive to Xbox isn't a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, they are beloved by millions of people. But you know what? At the end of the day single-player games don't jump off the page. I mean, listen, for, there, there are some examples. Look at God of War. God of War, single-player game, gorgeous. Another uh, you know, uh, testament to the prowess of, of Sony's uh, first-party studios. Sold $6 million in its first mm-hmm. couple of weeks. That's, that's impressive. And the game is worthy of the conversation because, well, if you like the first one, I can almost assure you you're going to probably love this one as well. Uh, but again, yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff, Justin. Let, let, let's bring in a Retri into the uh, into the conversation. Retri, bef- but yep. before I do, brother, I got to catch up on these Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them. We have Eli Slomovich, good friend all the way from Israel, who has been a channel member for 30 months. Thank you, brother. He says, happy Tuesday, boom and panel. Here's hoping the deal gets over with so we can move on and focus on games and services. I'm getting tired of a new cycle. Yeah, I, and I agree. I think a lot of people are. But at the end of the day, we still I, I don't want to see this subject go to the wayside because I think the more that we talk about it, the more it does put an ugly spotlight on Sony and they deserve it. I'm sorry. Uh, they, they have been playing dirty for years and they continue to fling poo. Sorry. That's just what they're doing. <laughs> Highlander 001 who drops an additional $5 super chat and says, if this goes to court, this case will shine a light on all of gaming, which is not good. It would, or it would be like the um, a, a, a patulin meeting of the mobs in the 50s. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got news for you. I've heard some people have said it before. If this, go, if this does go to some, some, some sort of a litigation, all of Sony's filthy laundry is going to be on display for the world. Uh, and it's not going to look good for them. And I think that they are really, they're doing the entire industry, plenty of their friends and investors that invest in Sony, a, an unbelievable disservice. We have uh, Haimanshu Yodav uh, drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, did you guys see that Colin Moriarty stated on how uh, he doesn't believe Phil Spencer on Game Pass profitability and mm-hmm. how Microsoft don't get the credit for Starfield and Psychonauts 2. You know, Colin, look, here's the thing. I used to be a big supporter of him. Uh, I was a big fan of him when he was at IGN. I was a big fan of him, a bigger fan of him when he started Kind of Funny with Greg, who uh, I'm a big fan of Greg Miller's. Um, I don't like him as much anymore. Uh, it's not because he wears his opinions on his sleeves or, you know, he's the man of the, of the town. He just, he look, he lets, he allows his PlayStation bias to sometimes cloud his judgment. And he says things like this that are preposterous. 
I he's don't placating know. to his audience too. He's placating to his audience, which makes him a lot of money. That that's that's yep. that's the fact. The the the, the fact of uh, the matter is is that his his audience is very generous. Um, he has uh, potentially millions of fans that pay for his Patreon. I was one of them. I stopped it years ago because I didn't like the avenues that he was going down. But I used to be a supporter too. Um, and uh, I sometimes think, you know, he does placate uh, or, or uh, you know, uh, to, to his audience to some extent uh, to keep that money flowing. Because obviously that's this is his full-time business, his full-time job. So I, I understand um, that he must say sometimes, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know whether or not he's being facetious or he's just, you know, thinking in the profitability aspect of it. Well, when um, you build a career on being audacious, of, you have well, to Well, yeah, that's that true. That's true. Yeah. But he has burned a lot of bridges within mm-hmm. the industry which is why he's not invited mm-hmm. to E3, uh, PAX East, and and all these other things because, well, he kind of says things that sometimes you know burn bridges, and you know he's successful. So what am I going to say? He never has um, the same energy I noticed for Sony and their games. I noticed nope. you don't you don't hear him saying it about Spider Man, for instance. No, no, no. He absolutely he he applauds it. He he applauds it. But again, it, that's just you know, you know, he's a Sony fan. It's fine. He's allowed to think that way. It's his opinion. Good on him. Uh, Gerald Mack, who's been a member for one year, drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Shout out to Mr. Boomstick and the Golden Xmas tree." Yeah, this is not decorated. We're just letting it. Mr. This is Mrs. Boom's. I don't touch it. I don't touch a tree. Mrs. Boom does all the tree because she is uh, meticulous when it comes to folding out these trees. She spent. She still comes in. And she's like, "Yeah, that branch looks off," and she'll fix it. You'll see the final product by the end of the week. Uh, we're going to be decorating. Uh, and again, that's all Mrs. Boom because I'm I'm I'm, I'm a brute and I'm like she's like. She tells me all the time, you know, you just put everything in one location. You got to let me do it. <laughs> let the master do her work. Um, we also have uh, Highlander 001 drops two to a five dollar super chat and says Phil Spencer had to bring all three consoles to show gaming to the CMA. Shows me that they have no idea how big gaming is or how the business is run. Yes, that he actually had to do that, which is quite concerning. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, this is a game console. Yeah, this is what a game <laughs> console looks like. Oh my god, it's it's, it's this it's, is the Switch you keep not caring about. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds of billions. Switch, Switch has only, the, only been the, the the market leader in, in, in console and console sales in the MPDs Makes for no I don't sense. Know, 57 weeks or something like so 57 <laughs> months or something like that's ridiculous uh highlander double one drops additional five hours of jet says have we forgotten that sony's uh charge is for cloud save yes they do charge for cloud mm-hmm. saves they absolutely do by forcing you to have playstation plus microsoft does not do that they also charge you ten dollars to give you an upgrade for your next gen console uh and microsoft has something called smart delivery there are a lot of things that i don't like about sony and uh you know these these are all going to come to light at one point, but retreat. Let's let's get your opinion sure. on this again. This is this is a, a, a constant conversation. One I thought uh, worked well with the first uh, topic that we had. What are your thoughts on uh, on on sites like Kotaku trying to paint Microsoft as the bad guy simply for wanting to compete by having exclusives, something that Sony has built their entire brand and uh, on? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I do not like Kotaku. Uh, yeah, I stopped clicking on the stuff for uh, it, years ago. I stopped because I saw them basically becoming 100% clickbait in their titles. And then their articles have nothing to do with the title. Um, but exclusivity, uh, 
I'm going to take a little different direction on here. Here, that that's probably the one and only part I have an issue specifically with uh, Phil Spencer when it comes to third party exclusivity and just wanting to own the IP. I think is a mistake. I think. It worked so well for Sony to ignore that business model, I think, is insane. I know they want to own all the IP, and they're going to be buying a bunch more stuff, and that's that's great because um, Microsoft wants control. So uh, that's probably the only caveat I have against Phil specifically. But another thing is when it comes to the marketing rights, too, you see Sony doing stuff like they did with uh, Destiny. Where everyone I know, including myself, I actually got fooled back in the day thinking it was actually an exclusive for the Sony system. And then now they're doing it with all everything, like all kinds of stuff, uh, including like Hogwarts. You're going to see a lot of your average customer thinking that Hogwarts is a Sony title. That's because why those marketing they are, rights matter. Absolutely. Marketing rights are almost as important as exclusivity to me. So I, when we say we want Xbox and Phil to compete, this is what I think a lot of us are talking about. We're talking about stop being the nice guy, man. Like I'm tired of it. Like you're lucky you still have all your Xbox fans. Like I run an Xbox game pass show. I'm still a Sony fan of their games, not the company two very different things but we want you guys to compete you gotta start start playing rough i think like sony does that's what i want to see xbox do so i as much as i'm like i don't really care too much like mav was saying about games being exclusive i kind of part of me i'm a two minds i want xbox to step up and start doing taking a you know page out of the Sony playbook and start doing what they're doing, man. Like, hey, uh, Elder retreat. Scrolls should be exclusive. I'm fine with that. Yeah. The, Sorry, uh, oh, I was going to say, well, with Phil Spencer, I like that I like that he is a nice guy and that gives him positive yes. PR. But, I mean, who do, who do you think he's he's grooming as his successor? Oh, that, that's Sarah. Sarah Bond. Is, is 100% Sarah. I think Sarah I think Bond is going to take over Xbox when Phil is done. Yeah, somebody coming 100%. over from a- acquisitions. I think we're going to see a completely different cutthroat Xbox when Sarah Bond takes over. Uh, I, maybe. I, hope, nah, I don't know. Well, I, th- I think she's going to be that's a lot a more one. aggressive for the brand. She, than I mean, she, she is well, she's, aggre- she's, ingre- she's aggressive in the field that she works with Xbox mm-hmm. uh, bringing in games. She's she's out there, uh, and she's out there bringing in. Uh, you know, oh, I don't mean she's going to be mean or anything like that about no, no, it. But no, I think she's, she's going to be more a little aggressive. More cutthroat. Yeah, because I what, mean, what? when you're bringing in somebody to replace Phil Spencer, that's from acquisitions. That in and of mm. itself is a statement. Make no mistake. I don't think Phil is a nice. I, he's a nice guy. I don't think he's the nice guy everyone thinks he is. He didn't get to where he was, right? By not being a little he's, bit, he's not going to get stepped on. Is basically what you're saying, and, and, exactly. And, and and I absolutely agree. I think yes, he is a nice guy, but you know, um, we have met many people on primetime gaming and says you think Phil's a nice guy, but at the end of the day, he's a shrewd businessman. Exactly. And I, be- I believe he is. Yep. I believe that he knows, uh, you know, how to play the game. I, I agree with you to some extent. I, I really wish they would do 
some uh, some more marketing right stuff. But I think that ultimately, folks, the reason why Microsoft has uh, positioned themselves the way that they have in regards to how come they're not marketing Hogwarts, this, that, and the third, is because they would rather spend that money on acquisitions. Mm-hmm. And I think that once right. uh, you know, once this acquisition is done with Activision uh, Blizzard King, you know, they're going to be able to once the deal is done with Sony. Uh, in 2024, uh, because again, the, the the game is going to be on Sony's box, but marketing right. rights are not going to SIE. Marketing rights are going to be retained by Microsoft, and they're going they're going to then be able to, on every box, put a Call of Duty logo or a picture of the new game, and something that's a hundred bucks, like their streaming stick, is going to sell out the wazoo because it's yep. going to have Call of Duty in this box. You can play Call of Duty right now, and, and people exactly. are going to go running for it. And that it ultimately, because uh, if you don't know, folks, Sony has spent, and I don't know if this is a, 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 a yearly, I, I don't have the contract in front of me, and I'm not privy to it, but I know that the amount that was talked about that SIE or Sony, you know, Sony Interactive Entertainment spent for the marketing rights for Call of Duty was upwards of $300 million. So I don't know yep. if that is per year. Or is that a contracted deal? It sounds more like a contracted deal mm-hmm. to me because three hundred million for one year marketing rights is 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 and a they lot. They only made two hundred sixteen million in yeah, twenty twenty. So right? It, yeah, it, it it wouldn't make any sense. So it sounds like it's a contracted deal. Probably However, a multi year contract. Three three years. Yeah, multi year deal. Three year deal. Three hundred mm-hmm. million. A hundred million per year is nothing to sneeze at. Microsoft doesn't want right. to do that. Microsoft would rather just put this in you know in the, into the couch cushions and and buy these studios and that's what they're doing but Danny McGee let's get your opinion on this and then we will get everyone the H out of here once you're done <laughs> talk about it brother i mean obviously the uh we, we you know we've gone around in a pretty good circle today i'm very happy with the way the conversation went but i i, I think ultimately it does really put uh big time media on blast and microsoft seems no matter how good they seem to do for gamers and the actual community at large, as well as gaming, you know, big time gaming, they're always the bad guy. When Sony, regardless of what they do, they charge you for this, they charge you for that. They raise prices and people don't even write a story on it. It's all acceptable. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think I just, I need one little bit of clarification. Did that, did that article say that Elder Scrolls wouldn't be on PlayStation or did it say it wouldn't be on my PlayStation? Well, it doesn't say my PlayStation, but it, it certainly, and I, and I will, let me just pull it up right here. It says, uh, let me see if I could find it. Um, okay. Uh, however, the fate of new games is still uncertain. Redfall and Starfield, which will release in 2023 are planned to be Xbox and PlayStation exclusives. Uh, which raises the question, how does Xbox decide which games will or won't be coming to PlayStation? But I want to read another paragraph here that I thought was pretty interesting. And it sounds like the writer kind of gets mad. He says, (laughs) uh, um, I understand that Starfield is a new IP, but it feels a little bit disingenuous to see Microsoft argue that the fan base is dedicated rather than rather than broadly appealing or that Fallout 76 is a niche title despite commanding a player base of 13 million people. What? Again, he sounds like we he's are here mad. for Fallout 76 now. To, yeah. to fit our to fit our narratives, we're, we're narrative. a good game now. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Where are we at? 
it's man it's just like i understand why they do it right like it is it crappy yeah it's all clickbait though like they they write these articles because they know people will click on it right and you know it, it sucks that that works but it does so like i understand why they do it but it's just really stupid and it's also just like part of this greater delusion that i think we see a lot where it's i, I mean you know we see people saying things like oh i there's there's no way game pass is sustainable and then phil spencer comes out and he's like it's sustainable and then like and then they're like okay it's sustainable but he didn't say profitable and then he's like and then phil spencer's like oh it's profitable and they're like it's not profitable there's no way i don't believe it <laughs> it's like okay well i don't know how many times we got to come out and play this game but um or like oh starfield's still going to be on playstation it's like no it's not like they said that i'm sorry like it's 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 going to be okay but it's not going to be on playstation <laughs> like it's just it's really funny to me that there's these people in certain communities and a lot of them are unfortunately also in games media just because you know when when PlayStation was on top it, both last generation and in the PS2 generation you know that that was when a lot of people sort of came into the games industry uh like you know started really playing games and so those people then become the game journalists and it's like well they bring their inherent bias with them so it it like it makes sense but it's this it's this really weird thing where it's like like somehow PlayStation is they're they're dressed like a robber, right? Like they're wearing they're wearing the black and white stripes, they've got the bandit mask, they got the the flat cap on, the pillowcase over their shoulder and they're running up to the cops and they're and they're pointing it at, at uh, Xbox making Elder Scrolls exclusive after having bought the company who makes it and they're being like I think that guy's shoplifting and it's like they've just robbed a bank a minute ago. Uh, and I and I don't understand how they keep getting away with it. Like, is it just because it can't just be that like people aren't calling them out on it? Because like they're the people that the fraction of people who we see online, like either on Twitter or in games media, like that's such a small number of people. But they they they're getting away with it now on like a bigger level, even with mm. with all of these the you know the CMA and stuff it, doing more in-depth investigations and it's it's really funny to me that playstation is coming out here and they're they're doing that they're they're pointing at xbox and being like they're doing a bad thing and not realizing that like every single thing that they're saying that xbox might do like raise prices or like have uh, what was it the network effect or whatever like playstation already has all that it's that thing where like they're pointing one finger at xbox and they got four pointing back at themselves and they don't even realize it and it seems like a lot of people are starting to to wise up to that but it's just happening really slowly uh, it's just real. It's I don't I don't understand it. It's very funny to me. Uh, and I also, like, I don't know why Nintendo ended up catching strays in this, right? Where they're like, "Oh, Microsoft wants us to be like Nintendo," and it's like, you mean the company that just like put out a game that runs at two frames a second and sold? You like, should want to be like Nintendo. More. Like, I you know. Want to be Nintendo? Oh, was, yeah. that, was that an insult? I don't get it. <laughs> like, like Nintendo sitting over there and they're like, "Yo, but what I do? Like, why? <laughs> don't bring me into this." I'm just out here raking in billions of dollars off Pokemon. <laughs> like, come on. Right. And it's, it's this, thing, like they just keep burning these bridges where it's like, now they've offended Nintendo. I mean, in a minor way, so they probably won't see any repercussions for it, but like, you know, they're also, you know, if, if they are able to get the deal blocked, then they're, they're going to cost Activision billions of dollars and they're not going to be like, Oh yes, let's extend this deal. Or like, 
you know, they whenever they were talking about how there's no competition for Call of Duty, like they're just they're they're burning bridges with like EA and Ubisoft and all these other live service game makers. They're like they burnt they basically burnt their entire bridge with the entire nation of Japan <laughs> with a, a series of mistakes that they've made over the last couple of years. I mean, they keep like, talking crap. You're gonna see Mario come on stage and smack the crap out of Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Keep my man, my name out of your mouth. <laughs> it's me, I'm Mario. Keep it out of your mouth. Is that Chris Pratt talking? <laughs> well, let's get rid of Chris Pratt. Bring that in. That was a lot better. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Funny, the guy, the, the original guy that did Mario, uh, his voice that still does Mario's voice is actually yeah. in the film as another character. It, it's really? not right. It's just not right. But uh, please, that, please continue. Get that star appeal. It's, I don't know. It, it's just this thing where... I I guess just because for so many people, PlayStation is sort of the default name in video games. I mean, not so much down here in Texas, Um, you know, down here, we're, we're a pretty green state. I would say Um, (laughs) I I work across the street from a GameStop and I was talking to the manager there uh, a couple days ago after, after black Friday. And he was saying like, Hey, do do you want a PS five? Cause I got like a dozen here that are just not selling. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and I understand that's not the case most places, but it's it's this thing where it's just like there's this slow roll of people just starting to be like okay well playstation keeps doing all these really dumb things and making me pay for things that i don't want to have to pay for and like raising prices on things uh meanwhile xbox is gonna own call of duty and like they're they own bethesda who at least here in, in specifically in north texas is like they're our hometown heroes i mean QuakeCon is right down the street right so like it's we're starting to very slowly see people change over to being either less biased or even in some cases to be biased instead for Xbox, which I don't know if that's a solution, but it's, it's something different at least. Um, But it's, it's definitely that thing where it's like, you always know that you can get clicks on a video by crapping on Xbox or talking big about PlayStation. And it's, it's a shame that it is that way, but it is. So like, I understand why Kotaku is doing it, but at the same time, like, it's gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think it is gross. I think that, uh, you know, eventually there's going to be a shift. A- 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 am, I, am I suggesting that Xbox could be as big as PlayStation uh, in world brand recognition? Probably never, to be honest with you. Uh, X- uh, Xbox right now, if you didn't know, is ranked 56th in the world. Whereas Sony's PlayStation, not Sony SIE proper, PlayStation, folks, is ranked number seven as a world-recognized brand. Think about that just for a second. 56 versus seven. Microsoft has, Xbox has a lot of work to do, and it's going to take years. But at some point, the same, uh, you know, uh, rag magazine, uh, you know, uh, sites like Kotaku, like GameSpot, like IGN, that are, uh, that we all detest. And I think it's, I think it's universally, uh, explain that yes, we detest them because they use clickbait and they're constantly dumping on one uh, uh, platform versus you know giving it when they do. Like on this on this channel, when Microsoft makes a, a, a bad call, we will call them to the carpet, and I'm not ashamed to do it. I know people from Microsoft are listening right now, and I appreciate that, and I'm and I'm incredibly humbled that they do. But if they make a mistake, understand that I will call them out for it. The same way I will call out Sony continually until they beat until they're better. 
Nintendo we don't talk much about because, well, Nintendo really doesn't do anything wrong. They just put out great games, which I love, and I play my Switch every day. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, this has been one hell of a two-hour show. We had almost 500 people live here today. Got to thank all the Super Chats that have come in. Obviously, they do help the channel grow. Mrs. Boom and I are doing something that we have never done in the channel's history. We're giving $1,000 away in a two-hour show in a couple of weeks for the annual, the fifth annual Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. It is our way of giving back. We're doing it uh, probably about two, maybe about 10 days uh, before Christmas because what we want to do is... We're giving out 10 $100 gift cards to your choice of, uh, again, if, if you need it, if you need the money and you want to do it on PayPal, we will pay the transfer fee. If you live outside the country, we will pay whatever the difference is when it comes to the monies. We will send you that, but it's got to be PayPal. That's the only thing we work with. Otherwise, we will send you a code for a $100 gift card to your platform of choice. We make it super easy. We make everybody involved. The first five gift cards, the first $500, are exclusively for channel members. If you're a channel member, you got a shot. And if you are a channel member, drop a super chat or in our, or or in the live chat for the second half of that show, you got a shot. The picker picks out the winner, and we get you your code ASAP. And we can only do that, folks, through channel memberships. Two tiers, five and ten dollars, and also the super chats that come in, uh, and and obviously we want to give back as much as we can. Uh, let's get to the outros, and we'll start first. Retri, my brother, sure. you did great. You knocked it out Thank of the you. park, brother. <laughs> sell your brand. Talk about Xbox Game Pass daily, where they yes. can uh, check that out. Not only on Twitter, but subscribe to your growing YouTube channel. Yeah, so uh, probably the easiest thing to do is find me on twitter at game pass underscore daily had to be underscore because someone stole game pass daily you jerk but uh the links are in my uh profile for tiktok as well as youtube and we are making content monday through friday sometimes on the weekends everything has to do with game pass saving money because i'm cheap Listen, it's it's trying times for everyone, my brother, and being cheap yep. is not is it's just it's a way of I'm life. I'm proud of because, it. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, fortunately, everything is expensive right now, and and we're in a recession that the government doesn't want to tell us we're in, and we don't know how no. long it's going to last. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Game Pass for me, especially a retired guy, allows me to be a part of the conversation. I say that all the time. I, I think that's the thing that excites me the most about Microsoft. Is yes, I I get it, folks. I'm not a boob. They are a business. They want to make their investors happy by making boatloads of money and buying yachts and everything else that rich people buy. But at the same time, folks, they're not forgetting about the little people. And like I said, I think there's uh, Xbox is going to be on the tip of everyone's tongue once this family plan launches. Whenever that is, I, I thought it was going to yep. be done uh, uh, during Black Friday or before because obviously they wanted to sell consoles. And apparently they didn't even need to because... On the top five uh, items sold on Black Friday, the Series X was one of those, uh, you know, quote unquote, toys, hot toys uh, for the season, which is bonkers, right along with Call of Duty. And PlayStation 5 didn't even make the top 10, which is bonkers again. But listen, 
Good stuff, Retri. We're going to definitely get you back on here in a future episode. You did great. Uh, obviously, all of your information is going to be in the show notes. So if you want to subscribe, remember, folks, it's four clicks. Click on, on the YouTube on the YouTube link. Click, click, you're in. And click on his Twitter account. Click, click, you're in. And that's it. Uh, Infinite Umbra. Let's sell your brand, brother. Talk about not only what you got going on personally. Where can people reach out to you on social media but find you on other shows? Oh, boom. It's been a good show. Thank you uh, for having me, of course, again. And thank you to the chat for you all coming through and supporting like you always do. And uh, Retri, it's good meeting you officially. I knew when you said you too, Game man. Pass Daily, I was like, oh, that's him. Okay. And that was weekly <laughs> at a point, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, good having you and hearing you, too. So, I mean, you sounded like you're very knowledgeable about everything, man. So, a little luck to you going forward. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys, of course, can find me here, of course, on Tuesdays. But and on Twitter, you can find me on the Infinite Umbra, Umbra Infinite. You'll find me either way. And on Fridays at 8 o'clock, excuse me, now 7 o'clock Eastern uh, on the Infinite, almost said Infinite Umbra podcast. Infinite. <laughs> the Xbox. Yeah. Infinite. I tell you, man, you, you, you're definitely going to have to get this court battle worked out because I don't know, man. <laughs> I have to catch myself. The Xbox Infinite podcast on Fridays at 7 you guys come through and support us and tonight i'll actually be appearing on rdx oh dude yeah talk about that i mean listen no one's better than dealer that guy is a monster in the industry love Mm -hmm. dealer gaming that is big to be on his show congratulations thank you thank you i appreciate it guys uh yeah i mean i'm I'm excited uh i've been watching him you know as as long as i've been watching you boom uh, longer actually but yeah man uh good good people uh i talk to him here and there regularly Sometimes I just jump into a party with him playing at 2K for the billionth time and just start basketball is my favorite sport. I just start messing with him because he plays <laughs> too much. But yeah, good people. I'm um, excited to jump on the show tonight. So I hope I do well. I hope I don't fall on my face. Nah, dude. You listen, you're 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 a professional. Obviously, you do it each and every week with the uh, Xbox Infinite podcast. That crew is amazing. You're not watching them. You're doing it all wrong. Uh, we got a shout out to Drone Dude has become a channel member. What's going on, brother? Thank you for the generosity. We certainly appreciate that very much. Uh, but yeah, I think you're gonna kill it uh, tonight, so I wouldn't even sweat it. Mav, sell Thank your you, brand, brother. Talk about your incredible YouTube channel. You have so many shows. You're doing so many things with the community. Talk about that. And where can people reach out to you on social media? And as many shows as you do, boom. Uh, you know what? It's 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 a chore, but I love it. Yeah. I am always I'm, I work seven days a week on this show, and I love it. I love yeah. gaming, and you do awesome. as much as well, brother. Yeah. So if you want to check out what we got going on, uh, check out Fun Speculation on YouTube, or uh, you can find Fun Speculation on Twitter as well. Uh, we do have three shows Mondays. Last night uh, we had a fun time, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, fun Speculation podcast. Uh, we also that show we take a look at the games coming out for the week ahead um and also sometimes do game reviews as well so last night we actually did vampire survivors so it was a lot of fun um 10 out of 10 brother it's 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 moving it's moving closer to my game of the year i I, it's so good it's so good jasper brought the the score down a little bit for us so you just go go check out the uh stream last night and uh uh, see what we gave it but um thursday is pm in the pm with pong soul and i um and we have a blast that's and that's uh this week we got cold eastwood coming on so it's gonna be a fun one on thursday and then friday xbox ultimate podcast uh for right now we're doing that show at 10 p.m eastern time uh our panel has got a lot of stuff going on so we just kind of moved it back an hour so 
Uh, check that out on Friday nights, Xbox Ultimate. We do go a little crazy, and uh, things get a little interesting on that show sometimes. So if you don't like bad language or uh, left-leaning conversations of uh, who knows, we talked about uh, body parts a lot last week. I'll just say that. So uh, tune in to Xbox Ultimate Podcast Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. I appreciate it. Boom. And uh, awesome show, everybody. The chat was on fire as well. Indeed. Indeed, they were. Uh, Justin saying, sell your brand, brother. You have a YouTube channel. You did your first stream the other day. And to mm-hmm. you, it was a streaming success. And I'm happy to hear that, brother. And again, the whole point of having you on the show is to grow other people's brands everyone knows who mr boomstick is but tell us who justin saying is and where they can subscribe to your youtube channel and more importantly reach out to you on social media well you can find me on twitter at justin sane 85 with capital j capital s on here justin sane capital j capital s same thing on xbox live and uh my channel is still uh in its infancy and i'm still it's still very we all start out with one sub brother mrs boom is mine (laughs) and mrs smith is mine (laughs) but uh i i want to bring the community together i ran a shop of 100 people during the kickoff of the of what happened in syria i i can i can i can run a gaming group of people that want to play together and want to come together as a community um and that, that's what I want to do with my channel. I got to find my niche. I got to find what somebody isn't offering to the community and I need to make that better. Um, so, you know, tune in and uh, join me and help me, help me grow because uh, let's see where this go. I have, I have big ideas and I want to save them for the show. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see where that takes us all. I like it, brother. Listen, we, we all start from humble, humble beginnings. Uh, remember, I came into not knowing literally anything about producing content. I knew about gaming because I've been gaming for uh, 45 plus years. I've been gaming since 78. So I knew even as a, uh, as a uniformed New York City police officer that I always wanted to be a gamer. Uh, I always knew that I wanted to talk about gaming. I actually wanted to get into gaming journalism until I saw how disgusting it was. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try this podcast thing. And look, here we are five shows later. I have an entire uh, you know, uh, production schedule weekly, and I love it. And listen, brother, you, you will get there, and we will help you oh, and- uh, push your brand further and further. Thank and you. we appreciate you were part of the show each and every If you week. haven't and- seen that first yeah. video that Boom did, it's still up. Go back and it's, watch it. It's, it's see- so bad. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It, it, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I will first. say this live on the air to the 300 people that are still here. If I would have saw the video that I put out, I wouldn't have subscribed. It was terrible. I didn't even know what a thumbnail was, folks. My thumbnail was a it was a picture taken by YouTube of the game. It's, it's just terrible. But you know what? You learn, and that's what it's all about. And uh, last and no way least here, Daniel McGee, brother. Listen, you obviously do. You're the master of long content. He does incredible long videos that you have to check out. And if you're not checking them out, Great you're doing show. it all wrong. Talk about it, Daniel McGee. Where, the, where can they subscribe to your YouTube channel? But more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee. Uh, just Daniel J. M.C.G. Uh, and you can find me on YouTube at just Daniel McGee. Uh, we got we got news. We got reviews. I'm rewriting the DCEUs. Uh, my my next video is about Pokemon. So if you're interested in any of those things, stop on by. Give us a subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. I, I think you're going to get some views of this, uh, that that Pokemon thing because that that's highly contested. Not only is it is it the worst reviewed, but it's the best selling. 
It's such a weird combination. I mean, wow. I feel like if anybody's hosting the Pokemon type of you know content, they got to start singing the con the the song or something. I don't know from the, from did the you, original cartoon. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Well, the they only one that just, sings here is you, brother. You don't want to hear me sing. So. <laughs> I, they actually uh, they just did this big tournament in the in the Pokemon anime, which yes, I watch. I'm a loser, uh, and uh, <laughs> and in the in the final moments of the of the tournament, they they play the original theme song, and I'm just like. Like flashback to six year old me. Tear is slowly like, rolling down your like, cheek, oh, like right here, slowly. It's, just, it's, it's so a, good. Tear of joy. So good. And then you no put in the game, and it runs in two frames a second. You're like, oh, the anime from when I was six actually ran better than that. That's crazy. Oh my goodness! Wow, <laughs> that Marvel video was on point. That was great. It made me think of different way. Or it was DC. Sorry, it was DC. DC but yeah. you talked about, about Marvel. Yeah, you talked about Marvel, and it made me think about uh, the video game industry, or not video game, but comic book industry in ways I really didn't think about in the movies, uh, the movie tie-in. So it was, it's longer, but it was really, really good. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, listen, gentlemen, <laughs> listen, uh, we love having you on as panel members. Thank you for guesting, uh, Retree. Uh, you know, you're not going to park. Yeah, we're going to bring you back as, uh, as, you know, you will have a golden ticket to the show. Anytime you want to come on, you want to talk about anything big that's the game pass. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think we will bring you on once officially uh, the Xbox Game Pass family plan mm-hmm. is announced. I think that's going to be a big story, and I'd love to hear Absolutely. your opinion on how that's going to change gaming. So we'll bring you back for that for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Mr. Boomstick XL. This is Double Barrel Gaming. I want to thank you for tuning in and checking out the Xbox Factor podcast. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, folks, it'll be one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor podcast.